0: And welcome back. I'm Mike. I'm Cody. We are the turntable teachers. And class is back in session. And the time has come. Well, we've been talking about for I don't even know how many episodes now saying, oh, you'll hear about this later. You'll hear about this later. Well, now is later. Yeah, it's like right at the beginning of the summer.
1: And now we're finally here. We're talking about our midterm week. We have uh, two lists for you coming. Our first today's is going to be a top 20 of 2019. So top 20 songs of 2019. And then the next episode will be the top 10 albums of 2019. So anybody that's been with us for a while, six to eight months ago, we did lists for the 2018. Mm -hmm. Uh, That format was top 25 songs and then top 10 albums with 15 honorable mention songs on the top songs and then, and then 10
0: honorable mention uh, albums on the on the albums list. Exactly. So for this one, we kind of felt like I mean, we will probably have honorable mentions at the end. But we were talking just the other day about how we're just going to kind of keep that more informal and just more bounce each other's like in honorable mentions back and forth, not like a strict 15. But we felt like the mid years this year, the 10 albums and the 20 songs, it's just an even half of what we did last year for the finals, So it kind of works out really well. So yep. half as much music for half the year. Um, and then we'll come
1: back next, you know, in about four or five, about, about five months, right? Yeah. About once, once the year ends. And yeah. Christmas. And New Year's around yeah. the corner, year, which yep.
0: is weird to be talking about already, thinking Insane, about the right? year 2020. But so one thing that we should actually mention that we were talking about yesterday is that's super sad is that obviously this is the mid-year, so we had to cut everything off at June. Um, so right. And there was a lot of music that came out within the first week, two weeks of July that if it was two weeks earlier, would absolutely be on on these lists right now. Yeah.
1: So just a, just to kind of a spoiler for everybody else, I don't think obviously the top, our top twenty songs they're going to be from January first until June thirtieth. So of course you know this is about to come out mid mid August. So there's clearly been about a month and a half of new material that's come out that isn't eligible for these lists. And it'll be interesting to see what songs and what albums from our mid years end up staying. Because to be honest with you, I think. Out of what's come out recently i think an extra two albums that have come out probably would be in my top 10 and mm-hmm. i think there's a bunch of songs that would be knocking out some of these songs so it's gonna be interesting to see what f- stays what falls uh but it's gonna be fun I, i've been really excited about this it's, one for quite a while man it's a i fun love episode. i love doing the lists
0: it's a fun episode to like make and prep for and everything it i is. mean i've already kind of noticed something interesting in my own list of songs by artists that have since had their album come out and yep. I absolutely am going to replace the song. But, like, since we were only confining this up until June, like, this was one of my favorite songs up until then. Yes. Then the album came out. I'm like, okay, no, I like this one way better. So it's going to happen to me It's going to be kind of funny to see all those, like, little swaps. So, for
1: our criteria for this, we're only picking one song per artist or one song per album. We just felt like that would be more best fair, fair, yeah, to give everybody a shot. Because I mean, you know, guys don't want to hear these lists and get like you know ten Anderson Pack songs, five mm-hmm. Kevin Abstract tracks, and the whole emotional orange oranges. album. Yeah, like <laughs> exactly. So we figured, you know, give everybody their due diligence, so. spread the wealth around a bit. Exactly. So it's not really a true top 20, but it is in a sense of if you were kidding, from one song from every artist. I mean, not ex- excluding like if an artist is featured on another person's song and things like that.
0: Yeah, so. then that, that's still fair game. But exactly. whoever released the song, they're, they're limited to one per artist. You got it. So,
1: uh, yeah. So, real quick before we jump into the top 20, before we get to our tar- number 20 tracks, mm-hmm. uh, I know we've talked about this a little bit when we did list week last time. So what was kind of your criteria? How did you go about making your, your list specifically for the songs? Because personally, I don't know about you. This year, I felt like the albums was a little easier for the top 10. Mm-hmm. I felt like the songs was really tough. There was a lot of great songs that came out this half a the year that I had to leave off, and I'm not
0: happy that I that I did. There's a lot that didn't make the cut that were still yeah. like, even that I probably listened to on my way over here to record today. That it's tough. They would like it's come tough. on and be like, ah. Oh. I want to put you back on the list and there's actually even one song that when I get to it on my list I might swap out for another one from the same album because I had both of them like they're right there fighting each other and I think I my last listen on the way over here I, I was like no no you know what like yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. switch these out so I'll see how I feel when I get there it's it's one of those it's one back. of
1: those things like you could it's one of those like moments like when you flip a coin I think you're gonna know in the moment like mm-hmm. when you get there you, you'll flip a coin and people say like when it's in the air, you know, you know, you want heads or tails. Or like if you're like, okay, like this outcome or that outcome, I'll, come. I'll flip a coin. Yeah, that's like if I want, do you. I want pizza tonight or do I want buffalo chicken? And then you just flip the coin and like in the air, you're like, you, 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 know, what you, you want, yeah. know what you want. You know exactly. what you're like leaning towards or whatever. Like, oh, I hope it lands on. It's funny. I, I had that similar moment too, where mm-hmm. there's two songs from an album that I just was having a tough time picking one. I'm confident what I picked, but. It just it just is what it is, you yeah. know. I will be mentioning both songs unfortunately, like, I mean, I was saying like this one's amazing too. If it was an actual top twenty, this would be here or whatever.
0: Yeah. I'm probably but gonna I, mention
1: both of mine too. Just, yeah, just to just kinda because, there's just one two, of them but, does have to win out. Yeah, there is one that win. one that's
0: gonna get this place, but there's one that just beat it um, out. But so going back to my criteria, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kinda had a balance of when I felt a song was either like a really good message statement, like artistic, yeah. I don't know, like driven idea. And it was a mix of that with how much I've replayed it. So there's a couple songs that I definitely know aren't. I guess really like deep or some super like musical thing, but I just loved them and listened to it over and over and over and over again. And then there's other songs that I almost like felt like I had to put on just for the musicality and like just being genuinely impressed by the artist. Of course. So was a little bit of a balance between the two of them. Um, any of the songs that did definitely tip much more one way than the other, I'll probably mention like that, mention yeah. that when I get to it. I, I tried to keep it pretty even though. But what about you?
1: I'm about the same. I, I say I think I said this last time. I said I, I was more like seventy five percent replayability, twenty-five like percent the artistic message and things like that. Like but if there was an artistic message that I thought was very profound or something that I just kinda of felt like deserved to be on there, I put Pretty it on there. Game. So again, it's not like my true top twenty songs of like the songs I play literally the most. Like you could go back in my you know, my top 25 played, you know, thing on Apple Music and probably figure out, you know, roughly which songs those are. A lot of them would be from the same artist. But uh, if there was, like, a great artistic statement or or moment, exactly, right, I was more apt to be like, all right, this kind of has to go here. Mm -hmm. And it was tricky, man. And uh, I did a lot of shuffling. Uh, I started making my list maybe, like, a month ago. Mm -hmm. And I think I finalized it about two days before I left for California. And I just got back, like, what, two days ago? And now uh, here I am. And, And, yeah, I i'm pretty set on it and i feel good about it right now where it's at so uh Same. but i'm not sure how many of these songs will it's gonna, like i said it's gonna be interesting to see what stays and what doesn't at yeah, the well, end makes of the, the year cut
0: once uh, we get to include like there like, could everything. be a top
1: 20 song right now that could even fall out of my honorable mentions by the end of the year potentially depending on how much because we had such a good july like and there's so much there's so much coming out in august you know mm-hmm. so this year is just jam-packed
0: but. well yeah because we got like earth gang coming up and then we got brock um, hampton's coming brock Hampton, out with an album yep. And then who else? Someone else? We were just saying Someone else last or night. Joyner Lucas is
1: coming soon. Mm-hmm. He, he's he's dropping. And is not an emotional orange is the uh, volume two? Volume I believe two is coming, is coming soon. out in
0: August, or at least they said it's coming soon, or something like that. So that's yep. definitely something I'm really looking for.
1: And there's and definitely there. more on the top of my head that I can't think of that are that are supposedly coming out with stuff. You know, but, I mean Chance just came out with his album, and will, we'll we'll talk about that and at some YBN, point. Nas, YBN. in Cordae. Um, not yeah, Nas. There's been so much that's come there's, out. There's a lot of good stuff. Yeah, that'll that'll be on that back
0: end. Potentially. And, uh, BJ, BJ, like, BJ We're, just, like, like, we're basically yeah. having like, the July recap Man. right now This is how much stuff has basically come out And yeah. I don't know how we'll, upset we we'll both are That we can't yeah. like put it in this video but... I know, but it is what it is Yeah. Anyway, so going right into it um, so you I think last yeah. time we just went song for song I'm pretty sure, sure. just like 20 on up We're going to kind of go through the bottom 10 of them A little bit quicker just to save some time So we can talk about the top 10 a little bit more Just to... I'm sure that we have a lot more to say about those songs Sure um but so that's i mean good. i'll just kick things off um my number 20 it was a song that i wanted to actually put on um a different video but the album didn't come out in like the time constraint we put on it uh, uh, i think it was uh what like the april may i can't remember what um episode it was but uh the chon album there was a song on it called gift so that's my number 20 uh chon gift Chon, anybody who doesn't know, I've talked about them a couple times on the show. Uh, they're pretty a pretty big act now, actually. Uh, they have a tour with Between the Buried and Me opening for them, and I always thought Between the Buried and Me was kind of like a bigger name. But either way, uh, they're a math rock group. Um, they are c- very, I don't know, distinct in sound. You can kind of tell when something's Chon. Uh, they really kind of set themselves apart from other math rock bands. But so, basically, it's classic Chon on display. There's not really going to be anything super out of their sound palette. It's not like, um, Polythia when they switched their sound up to that really like dark sound on their last album. Uh, the thing I like about this song and the reason it made it onto my 20 and just kind of edged in on the list is cause there's a really cool, like floaty waving effect. Um, that almost makes you feel like you're kind of like floating or I guess I just said that. And it comes in about halfway in. I, I don't know if it's a, either like a wah pedal getting, push down super consistently or a phaser effect or something. But uh, the reason I like this is because it makes all those instruments take the background and then the bass jumps right up into the foreground for this kind of cool little lead solo that really reminded me of the band liquid tension experiment, which is one of my like all time favorite, just like rock out. We're going to show, show off how good we are at our, like at our, at our instruments bands. So when I heard this and it made me think of them, it, I knew I like had to put this on my list. So number 20 for me is Sean uh, with the song Gift. Nice. I liked that piece song that
1: we reviewed mm-hmm. a while ago on the uh, second quarter singles.
0: Well, all their stuff is just super, I don't know, like uh, atmospheric. And yeah. it's stuff that you can just really easily relax to. You yeah. can put on the background of like anything and it'll make it sound nice.
1: Yeah, I hear you. No, it was, it was definitely dope. I, I dug it for sure. Anyway, so yeah, my top, my uh, number 20 i'm um, going with denzel curry bulls on parade the like a j version uh that he did uh man i wow. the the cover i i love this song dude right when it came out and i remember when we were reviewing it we were like oh I, I hope it was on a streaming service or whatever and then you looked and you were like oh my god it yeah, is it's, it's on spotify it's up now so i was like oh man dude i've been listening to this thing like crazy i know his album dropped this year i loved that album um there were actually songs on there that I I probably could have put in this spot, to be honest Mm -hmm. with you, from that album. I I know we didn't get a chance to review it. Uh, Probably maybe at some point we will. Really, really solid album from Denzel. But I just felt like this artistic statement and how much that I really enjoyed it just triumphed everything that was on that album. The energy is just so next to it. And there's energy all over this thing. And seeing it live at Boston Calling, to me... I think is what sealed this for me as like being such an iconic moment of rap truly crossing over again into sort of this metal uh sort of almost like rock genre, rock genre, this almost screamo style and uh, just the ability to like sing the way that Zach de la Roca did, but like with such more like force and he has such a good he hit those so many of those low notes, and his pitch control is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like the vocals are just beyond impressive. Well, it's
0: like really hard to do that, and I think that people always kind of chalk that. Oh, he's just yelling. Like, no, oh, if you just no. yell about a halfway into that song, you're gonna blow your voice out, and it's not exactly. Gonna sound good. And I mentioned this too. Like,
1: it's really cool that an art, like an artist, can pull somebody who is just like me, who is very much into rap and hip hop. And blend the genre and say, you know, who somebody who's never really cared for heavy metal or death metal or anything like that, and for him to really make me enjoy this, mm-hmm. not that I never didn't like the raid, you know Rage, Rage Against, Against the Machine Vols on Parade, but before, but it's not something I listened to. This I was listening to constantly. Yeah. So it's getting people just,
0: into just like music that they would have never heard otherwise, and vice versa, like people from that scene it was probably saying like, hey, who's this Denzel Curry guy? Exactly, a pretty good cover,
1: right? Exactly, and I've Eric, excuse me. Uh, who's been on the show. I mm-hmm. uh, was on the Boston calling review. Actually, he said the same thing where he said, you know, he had friends of his that he sent this cover to and they, you know, they're big metal heads and they were like, Oh my God, this guy's incredible. So I can't believe I'm saying this. I actually wish Denzel would start doing a little bit more music like this. Cause I think that he has a clear talent for it. He's got an act for it. I don't know if this song is going to last. I don't know what the staying power will be. Uh, but I think it's an unbelievable artistic statement this year or uh, so far from Denzel. I'm super excited to see what he does uh, from here, and, and and Zoo was a solid album as well. So yeah, that's my number twenty. Denzel Curry, Bulls on Parade, Like a uh, Jay, the the Rage the Against the Machine cover. Yep.
0: Dude, I wanted to put it on so bad. That was uh, that was what like one of the songs that kind of got edged out got of edged. my list. Yeah, it was it was very close, but. Yeah, no, it's, it's so good. I saw a video of had to keep um, him it on. playing it at Lollapalooza recently, too, and it looked like it was just as crazy as the Boston Calling performance. Just like everyone jumping up and down, going like moshing in the crowd. It looked, it looked awesome. He's it one of the best time. I've
1: seen live in a while, so he's great.
0: Anyway, so number 19 for you. So number 19 um, is someone that we've actually gotten to talk about twice on the show now, uh, Gary Clark Jr. Ooh. with I've Got My Eyes On You. I almost actually forgot about this album for like a very short, period of time, and then I had my music on shuffle, and a few of the songs came on like during that night while I was driving, and it was almost like reminding me, like, "Oh my god, that's right!" So I immediately like saved a bunch of them and then added them to uh, like to my list, so I would make sure that I remembered to talk about it. Because I mean, between the album and the show, I I feel like we've gotten I don't know a pretty good taste of Gary Clark, and I, I although my initial reaction of the overall album has definitely changed this song has stayed as one of like my favorite tracks off of the whole thing okay um but so anyone who hasn't heard either of those episodes um he's a very guitar like bluesy rock driven uh musician has an amazing amazing voice uh and throughout the entire album kind of switches his sound up a ton on this song specifically i mean again it's really no surprise it's the guitar that he's pretty well known for kind of blew both of us away at the show how like clean and i don't know like proficient he was on on the guitar um but i don't know it it, it's kind of uh got a more it almost seems like more somber than some of the uh the other tracks on here that were a lot more upbeat like we said there was like the song that has like the more surf rock feel to it and the other one that was almost like um like a punk rock song so this one just definitely lets gary i don't know showcase uh his emotion and his vocal talent a lot more and he has really really super tastefully used falsetto riffs uh which i i'm I talk at length about on the full album review. Cause he brings it in all the time and I just love it. Um, so I don't know this, this song, even though the rest of the album has kind of fallen away a little bit, uh, this song has stayed with me like big time. I'm very
1: surprised to hear you say that, to be honest, really, I've had a different opinion about the album now that we're here, but well, so I'll, you're going to get more from the, from Gary Clark and a little bit from me, Spoiler oh, okay. alert! but, Oh, which I should also mention. Uh, so I'm, I'm initially I want to say I'm surprised that that song is as low as low on your list as it is, oh. and that is and by the way that's another thing too I forgot to mention earlier is that I haven't seen your list and you haven't seen mine so we don't oh, know yeah
0: like who's who's who so like who's got what
1: all right so for me I was surprised that Gary Clark's 19 for you that's interesting to me yeah I would was- I would have thought a Gary Clark Jr would be higher. Yeah, given, it was tough. given our review, I, but, I originally I mean, I, had
0: him higher on um, like on that list. And this was actually one of the uh, when we were talking yesterday, I was like, yeah, there's an album that's on my like albums list. And I'm really struggling to kind of find a place for like any particular song from the album on my list. This is it. And this was and I finally ended up like picking my favorite song on the album and then like really looking at my list and seeing where I could fit it in. Um, I don't know. I kind of even surprised myself at how low it is, but then I was just reading the songs above it and. It's everything just better. Yeah. It, it's, it happens that way sometimes. And there's just stuff I've listened to a lot more, too. Sure. Cool, man.
1: Word. But so uh, what was your number 19? Number, so my number 19 might be a bit of a shock. Uh, I'm going to go with the Baby Sug for number 19. Best wow. songs of 2019 so far. Bro, I've really come on to this song, uh, I'd say in the last month. I don't know if it had to do with him you know, spitting such a fire verse on Dreamville, on the Dreamville album. Uh, he was on Chance's new album. I liked his verse on that. I've really been digging the baby lately, and I just went back like a couple of weeks ago and actually just listened to his album. While it's not anything amazing or profound or something I haven't necessarily heard before, mm-hmm. I, I see a lot of talent and, and potential in him, uh, which I, I didn't think I would ever feel about him given you know the initial thing and this Suge song man has just completely grown on me since it came out I mean it is so infectious it's got a ton of personality the flows are catchy and clever and DaBaby's I think a more of a better technically uh, sound rapper than I think critics or people would t- potentially give him credit for definitely that I gave him credit for yeah uh I, I can't lie that I love this song and had it on repeat for like quite a while like yeah. I'm not even kidding uh, and it's still in heavy rotation for me. It's just like a fun tune I can throw on and just have fun in the car or, you know, if I'm going out, like, I don't know. It just pipes me up, man. I, I dig it.
0: I feel like, it's uh, a both song. of our opinions on Baby kind of changed a lot ever since hearing him on, uh, Dreamville. And then, yeah. and, I mean, even his verse on, um, that Chance song. And then, uh, he has a, fr- doesn't he have a freestyle too that we were watching? Oh, over yeah. His, uh, his his double XL place? and it's yeah. incredible, man. Yep That's right. I, yeah. The double XL freestyle.
1: Yeah, very wrong about him. Yeah. So yeah. Baby Shug, number 19. No kidding. No yeah, kidding. It's yeah. a, it's
0: a good, I think Pano's been putting that on a lot more too ever since, I'm into uh, it, man. Ever since it came out. It's a good it's track. A
1: fun track. I'm not gonna sit here and say it's like
0: the best lyrically or well developed it's fun in to terms listen to. of Oh, it's just a fun it's track. All matters. Yeah. So uh, it, it made its way. So my number eighteen, I'm not gonna have a ton to say about. Um, but so this song we all actually have also talked about on um, a previous episode. It's uh Venom by Little Sims. This I love. album Dude, yeah. I I I was close to putting this album on. It was like really really tough decision. Um, Take keeping it off. Yeah, I want. And- I tried to fit a song from it on here. I just I just
1: didn't go back to it enough. But Venom's, dude, she's good. It's it's wild. She's made some mid mid year lists like for other. For other like music reviewers. Well, and her album got
0: super well reviewed. I mean, I'm pretty sure that uh, didn't Fantano say it was like the best rap album at that point of the year or something like that? Which it was early to
1: say that. I think it was like February or March when that came out. But yeah, yeah, I, I really liked that for sure.
0: And I remember, too. I remember I first heard her do Venom on, um, on the colors show YouTube page, which, I mean, if you haven't heard about this before, I mean, we've talked about like up, we've talked about Jid going on yeah, there yeah. up by earth gang. I should have probably mentioned that. Um, and, uh, I think doesn't, uh, not Freddie Gibbs. I don't think he's done one yet, but, um, JPEG, Mafia's done JPEG one. mafia did one that was like absolutely intense. So if you haven't watched any of the Colors show yet, definitely do. But I, I remember seeing it on that, on the color show a while ago and basically knowing at that point. Point that it was going to be one of the songs I listened to the most through the year. Um, Little Sims anyone who doesn't know, um, is a rapper, and she released. Well, where, where is she? Uh, where is she from? She's, she's from British. British, yeah, she's um, British. And she released an album earlier this year that we talked about um, called "Gray Area." This song's off of that, and it's just a very it's almost like a very dark mysterious uh sound that she kind of gets out of this i mean the name of the track is venom and that's almost kind of exactly what the beat i guess sounds like and she's just unrelenting on this song she just kind of like picks it up and just doesn't let go of the beat so i would definitely give this a listen it is like a weird like there's like these strings that are kind of over the top and they're wicked fast so it gives like a horror movie feel and i think i mentioned that before um, i don't know i i was just a big fan of this song i found myself listening to it a lot um so little sims venom i would definitely recommend that i'd be uh, that's my number 18 it's a, it's a good choice i respect it uh i think my number 18 might even
1: possibly be more of a surprise than my number 19 with the baby suge really? yeah yeah if you're gonna believe this wait for All it right, i'm ready i'm ready this was a little bit of a late bloomer as well i'm gonna go with jim jones crystal occasions
0: i think i think you put this on uh on the the ride back yesterday yes
1: yes that track slaps all right absolutely slaps i was seeing through on like instagram and social media like whatever and even i even heard from a friend of mine or maybe it was a kid i had coached i can't remember who but i've been hearing a lot about this new jim jones record that dropped i think it was maybe like may or june i think it was may and people were giving it like good reviews and saying it was solid and all this stuff. And I'm like, Jim Jones, like the, we fly
0: high ball. Yeah. I was going to say that's the last time I've heard anything from him.
1: That's what I mean. So I'm like, how good could this really be? I'm I'm skeptical. And I actually listened to the album, dude. And while I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say the album's going to make my list. Spoiler alert. It's not going to be on the (laughs) album's list. I'm just throwing that out there now. It's a really solid album from Jim Jones. And I am so impressed with just his maturity and the confidence that he's rapping with. And it makes me a little bit misunderstood in terms of like, maybe he was just riding the waves of the trend, the trends of, of that time, potentially, because the, the, the whole like uh, ringtone rap. Era, yeah. Basically. So for me, I, I'm so just happy that he comes back with a really amazing project uh, for him, for his standards and also a song that makes my list. Uh, the first, this is the first track off of the album. He's back with some of his best bars to date over a sample-based beat. It's like a vocal, like harmony. The tone is higher up, higher pitched. Okay, and it's just super catchy. There's some really nice grand percussion. It feels cinematic. It feels glorious. It feels like almost like a comeback in a way. It's one of those things that makes you
0: feel like you're in like that big climactic moment of the movie.
1: Yeah, and it's funny because at the very beginning of the song, he claims that uh, at the beginning, like he's on a whole different pace now, and I just like couldn't agree more that he is. He's completely in a in a space in a headspace where he's focused, and you can just tell. Uh, he has some nice storytelling bars that paint a nice picture about like his past selling drugs, trying to keep his mom like afloat in her house, and and things like that, and the repercussions of like some bad habits that he has. He says like all this money got me you know all these bad shopping habits and you know this girl asked me what I do for fun and I you know I what do you mean like I I like jump off yachts like those are my habits like he does he's and he's but he's not glorifying them you know what I mean he's yeah. almost saying like I celebrate all this stuff that I do for with you know with Crystal but should I really be celebrating other things in my life so I it's just it's just a total surprise. It feels super mature. Yeah, it's not what I would and expect someone
0: to be saying about a Jim Jones song. So. It's
1: man, this and this album has a lot of nice like uh, political con- and social commentary on it. I, it's it's a it's a solid album, man. I, I really
0: I, wonder what Jim Jones has to say. I, I, I you've definitely like piqued it's my good. interest. I'm it's probably good. gonna check this album out like and, very soon. And now. not to
1: mention, this is this song is just a banger, man. Like it just it bumps in the whip. Well, I like, remember you putting 100%. it on yesterday. It was, it's awesome. it was good. So Jim Jones, Crystal Occasions. Again, not sure if it's gonna last, but for it's, right now. For right now it's making the year end at a strong eighteen. No. For Jim kidding. Jones. Well done. No kidding. Great comeback from Jim Jones.
0: Wow. Well going from older rapper to basically unknown uh, one of like my weird artists so my number 17 I don't know if I've talked about these guys before um, so it's a band called orchards and the song is young we have not um so I, I don't remember I've them. been a fan of these guys basically since like 2016 um, and they released a song called Peggy I believe which is also great I, I should have probably put that on one of my suggestions at some point so I guess I'll just mention that now very good song um but so the the general sound of this band is almost if you took Someone who learned how to play math rock and then told them to play indie instead. And they were like, all right, well, I'm just going to still spruce it up. So it's still very, it has like intricate guitar work to it, but it's much more on like the indie style, I guess, of chord progressions uh, rather than like math rock, where it's a lot more like open uh, and like add nine chords. And anyways, so it's like a math rocky indie vibe. And then if you mix in female pop vocals, that's what you'll end up get, be getting if you listen to Orchard's. Um, the song young, it did basically generally, at least what I can get out of it, sort of about uh, a fling that you had, like back when you were younger, but like, you weren't really in a place that you could like give that other person like a relationship or whatever, then bunch of time passes. And then you think back and think, oh, well, like actually, um, in a place where I can do that now. So then why don't you meet me in the same place back when we were young, which is like the lyrics in the chorus of the song itself. It's just a really, I don't know, it's a really upbeat, kind of bright, like poppy-sounding song. Like I said, lots of math rock and indie influences. I'm a big fan of this band. They they seem like a relatively young band, um, not to, I guess that's a terrible pun, because the name of the song is Young, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing a lot more music hopefully come out of them. Um, I'm going to have to
1: check them out. I've never really given, I don't know, I've never heard of them.
0: So. Yeah, I, oh. I actually, I'm just reading now, I guess they're out of, uh, out of Texas or Dallas, and I would oh. not have guessed it at all, because the singer doesn't have even remotely i mean now now i'm probably going to listen and hear a accent in her voice but i never noticed anything about that before so yeah no uh orchard's young it's a it's a really good song dope i love it my number 17 it's gonna go to tyler
1: the creator are we still friends Ooh, nice off of his new album igor uh man tyler creators had a good year uh Mm -hmm. i really i really feel that way he had a good couple years his last album was incredible flower boy
0: Shout out not being banned from New Zealand anymore.
1: Uh, yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Saw that on, <laughs> on friggin' uh, Google yesterday. It just yep. popped up like right on the home Google page. Maybe they're trying to like rip a page. They're like they don't want to, you know, what happened with Rocky. That to yeah, happen like, Tyler. Yeah, oh, like okay, we
0: don't want we don't want the focus to now shift to us. So. <laughs> come on, Tyler. Come he on.
1: just had a really. I was telling you this. I, I loved his interview on with Funk Flex. By the way, I just I think Tyler to me, man. He is such a, a a musical genius to me. And he he's brought up so this so many times of like none of my songs, none of my albums are ever going to sound the same. Like I'm there's never going to be another Wolf, another Goblin, all that stuff. And I or you know, so I just really feel like he is just so captivating in his music and I'll 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 talk about Igor at some point for sure. Mm-hmm. But this song are we still friends? I, Man, this is like the best ending to an album that I might have heard in in a long time, dude. It's got this like groovy, melodic, like late night, like sixties style jazz with some acoustic guitar, like ballads kind of thrown in there for anybody that hasn't like really listened to it. That's it's got this very like light atmospheric appeal. It's a really great track. Basically, with this lyrically, he can't like let go quite of this love that he's had for this person. Mm. But it's funny it, it's ju- it juxtaposes the sound because the sound almost feels like a new beginning to me so it's very much
0: different and differentiating from the lyrics so it's just really cool Well, and then even playing uh, off the name too like it's like the end of i guess the romantic relationship yes. trying to at least keep that person like in in his life because moving forward just because the things are either like a good person or just wants them there
1: exactly yeah and i'll get more into this when we talk about the album
0: mm-hmm. spoiler at some point uh but I did like the Jack White did the guitar solo on this song too. Yes. Dude, like. Sorry if inst- I just stole that. No, 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 that's but- okay.
1: <laughs> just instrumentally, this album, like the song too, is, is just amazing, man. I love Tyler's, like, drowned out vocals. They just sound really gorgeous. And uh, his musicality has just grown from, you know, Bastard and Goblin and albums like that. And it's just Wolf. It, it, his just sort of the way that he has come up, come on, and, and the way that he has just developed as an artist and grown, I, I really, really love it. So Tyler came with it. Really All the guys
0: from Odd Future, they're honestly, really doing good like, stuff. Like man. Earl, Earl as well, going from the like basically nonsense bars that he used to spit. I don't, I don't mean like nonsense like bad, but he wasn't really trying to say anything. It was just more yeah, like neither was Tyler, the sake of flow. yeah. And now he's making an album like um, some rap songs that oh we were just God. talking about before. So I Artistic feel like statements these guys I, are making. That's I love great. it. It's great. It.
1: So Tyler, the creator, Are We Still Friends, At number 17. Really great track from Tyler and just a tune that I was going back to all the time. Nice. I'm not even that into out. I'm never really into outros like that. This was one of the best outros to an album in quite a while. It, it's heard.
0: a really good, like, I don't know, period at the end mm-hmm. of like the statement of that album yeah, too. Yeah. Um, so and anyway, I definitely won't be the last time that we talk about Tyler uh, no, in this episode. For sure. Not. Um, But so my number six here, actually, so that was your 17. So that now moving 17. up another one to 16 is my man, my favorite, basically artist of all time. Always will be Aesop rock. Uh, the song Tuesday even though the the album itself is definitely grating for a lot of people to listen to because of tobacco's uh, like vocoder vocals, as I listened to it more, I thought I was gonna just get like more fed up with it. Instead, I feel like I almost it almost just got like numbed the pain instead. So it's almost to the point now where all those vocoder things that we were talking negatively about in our review back when the album came out. Just don't even phase me anymore, which has just made the album like grow on me a, a little bit more. I can't sit and say that I've listened to like every single song a million times off of it, but Tuesday just for the sheer hilarity of the story that, that he's telling, yeah, like that I was, was
1: like my favorite off that off that album when we were. Especially, I think I even said that when we yeah, I think it was it, both
0: yeah. of our like top songs, and yeah. it's just I don't
1: know, it's the comedic moment is just really, really yeah, it's enticing
0: exactly, so. and I feel like it hits like three of the things that kind of make me love Ace the ridiculous wordplay of telling a story of like just him living like an absolute sloth i mean the opening line my neighbor called and said that a neighbor's growing inside his car and he's not even alarmed so it's like yeah whatever it's just another tuesday like the whole point of the, the, whole, the whole hook of the song it's just another tuesday so like it's hilarious it has that um like the lyrical ability and then he also switches his flows up all the time some like really really crazy sounding flow patterns um, I don't know. I, I'm I surprised could... this is as low for you too. I know. I'm curious now know. what your top it's 15 so songs weird. are. Because it's so weird. It, because... It's
1: crazy to me that you have some of these songs that are so low that I would have mm-hmm. thought, oh, like, a- Aesop would have been in like, a top like five. Way up in the top. Gary Clark was going to be like a top 10, top 15,
0: something along there. There's, there's especially, I think one, one song that's a lot higher than you would have, you would have, you would have thought where I would put this artist's song on my list. Interesting. Um, so this was, this This was actually one of the ones I was going to say that like it more made it onto my list too, for that like statement artistic. Gotcha. Like I've listened to Tuesday a bunch of times. Like I listened to it a lot, but compared to the songs from 15 up, like, these 15 songs are almost like my dailies at this gotcha. point. So, I got you. so, Tuesday was definitely just like the artistic statement I needed to get it on this album. Um, or on, on this, this list, list. excuse yeah. me. Yeah. So, um, anyone who had, like hasn't listened to the whole Malibu Can album, go for it. I will we'll warn you, like I said, Tobacco's vocals can be a little off-putting at times because of the vocoder. And that's kind of putting it nicely, I guess. Um, but aesop always shines through so number 16 for me it's tuesday aesop rock my man making my list good stuff man i love it my number
1: 16 track is going to be an artist that we didn't haven't got a chance to talk about yet either uh, i'm gonna go with grizz off of his Ooh, new album okay. well, well not new anymore but it came out if you want Ooh, to terms ish. newish it came out in probably january i think it was late january i had a bunch um, of
0: january things make it
1: yeah yeah me too for sure this is his lead single, Can't Get Enough, off of that album that I'm referring to, which is called Ride Waves. Uh, Grizz is a Michigan-based electronic kind of dubstep uh, producer and, and DJ with some nice future funk uh, influence as well. He's really great for anybody that hasn't checked him out. Uh, he's really, really, really talented. And Can't Get Enough is just a track that's so rich and so layered, uh, and it just packs such an incredibly like weighty punch to it. And I, I would just go back to this thing constantly, It's funny. This track, it won't have you sure whether to like fist bump or like bob your bob your head or like get down and like boogie as it says in the song. Like you are just, it's crazy. Like you're not sure what to do. You're like, should I dance? Should I fist bump? Should you just don't know what to do? It's it's amazing, and you just somehow try to incorporate like all three. But anyway, uh, it's one of the most like melodic bangers that you'll definitely hear in quite a while. It's got a great mix of like funky guitars and groovy horns. Got kind of these nice electric synths and this progression that builds up to this like wonky dubstep type deal, but it's not too overbearing to the point where it's like
0: it's not like the old dubstep where no. it's just like in like wah, wah, it's just no like, you no know, no, no super annoying
1: it's not super yeah it's not to the point where it's like distasteful or anything mm-hmm. like that or like it's not it doesn't like it it really adds like some extra flavor to it and it's actually got a nice he does a nice job of adding a very musical aspect to the dubstep. He, it, he
0: filters it in just the right point. I feel like Grizz and uh, Big Gigantic both do that really. really I completely well. agree. Those like two they're guys, they're like great with making sure 100%. that their bass drops still follow. Marshmallow too. I,
1: I'm into yep. him as well. I think his stuff's just as. But he's not as much dubstepy as as the other two. Yeah, I wouldn't say it gets like to the to that like level. I guess no, definitely not. But can't say the album top to bottom was amazing. There was actually I'd say about half of it. There was actually some really great tracks on it, and it was tough to actually pick one from it. But can't get enough kind of stood a, stood on its own uh to me just initially when i'd heard it and and just the staying power that it lasted and it's funny i had it on the bubble for the longest time and it was actually right before california i, I put it back it, mm-hmm. in the in the 20 because i just felt like to me when i went back and listened to it again i was just like this has to be my top 20 this i came back to this no, song. you like it so much, much. you can like it so it. much so it's in here at number 16 can't get enough grizz check it out guys
0: it's it's really really solid Moving up to 15, this is the one where I didn't know what song that I wanted to choose. So the artist is 99 Neighbors. Um, wow. I know. So you surprised that it made it or that it's this low again? No. Just, just, the, just like anything made it at all from The it? Vermont Collective. Yeah. Rap Collective.
1: They're good. They're really, really Their good. Their album was solid. Yeah. That they dropped this year.
0: <laughs> Um and there was like a there's a bunch of songs on it too where like a they kind of go off. There's one song specifically that it's not my favorite song on the is album. It, but is it
1: ri- was it something rising? No. Um. What,
0: was well, what the name of the album? Or, no, what was the name of the album? The name of the album was Television. The so I'm, I'm not sure. The songs that I'm basically choosing between right now are either Red Rum or Lock and Key, and it's so hard because I mean anyone who doesn't know about this artist, I'm not gonna say too much. Spoiler alert! But uh, they have. I don't know, a very wide range of sounds because it's a collective of people. So they have a lot of different ideas all like playing together. Um, and the reason it's so hard for me to pick one of these two songs is because they sound so wildly different and like, it's almost two different bands. So like the song red rum is like really, I love that song like, red rum, by it's, the it's, yeah, way. It's so like dark
1: and from
0: this and it's so good. And then lock and key right after is so like bright and gorgeous. So I, I think I'm going to stay with red rum because I listen I definitely listen to red rum more. Um, or at least it just came up on my shuffle more. I don't know if that's just pure coincidence or not. But I don't know. The, the It's like a very classic sounding bass that leads the song in, which I'm always just a big fan of. It's not just like that over-modulated synth bass. Um, and it's like a couple acapella bars in the beginning. And something that I actually like the most about this song is those like really, I, I think it's string samples. I'm not sure, but it's like the really quick little string samples that almost sound like when like a mosquito flies by your ear really, really quickly. You just hear like a buzz. Like, yeah. And it's, like, really quickly, and then it's gone. And there's a bunch of those that just kind of flutter around in the beat. And it's just so weird sounding. So, yeah. like, that just, again, it just makes the overall sound of this song, it, 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 like, ties it all together, like, the vibe that they were going for. It's, like, low and relaxed, but then still fast and nonstop at the same time. So, I don't know. It, it was, I, I couldn't leave this off. The album itself was incredible, and picking just one song off of it made me pull, my, pull some of my hair out. But Red Rum ended up winning out. In the last last little battle right there as i came to the song awesome man so yeah number 15 99 neighbors red rum great
1: my number 15 track is gonna go to our guys owl
0: hey weather there we go weather
1: report uh major highlight for me off that album love that album uh singing is just so passionate on the back end especially when like the electric guitar comes in and just the crazy drums and cymbals mm-hmm. like we talked about how the progression of all of these songs on this album like how they were a little bit samey, but that it was okay because they were so good because they were all so they're good. So exactly. They're so good
0: at making that climactic moment. I right. don't care if you're just gonna build to a climactic moment every song. I'll just I'll still be there, ready for it when it happens, just because they're I don't know so good at making that sound.
1: And uh, shout out their vocalist Jay C. Kung, who we've who you know reached out to us and you know wished us the well and and really enjoyed what we do and even to extend agreed with some of the things that we said. So he's just one of the most humble guys and in, in, in the game. We wish nothing but the best. We cannot wait for that concert. By the way, yeah, they're they're coming what in October, right? October fifteenth, so, I believe. I gotta recheck the date, but yeah. yeah either way, we're, we're we're there. Yeah, so we will finally uh, get to
0: actually be able to see this all get played live. It's gonna be great.
1: Yeah, yeah. But his his punk rock ish like influence vocals on here just are, are so just. it's got such good charisma and personality and i just i love his he's a great vocalist to me and and the band just really just shines behind him as well i just love the violin and the string section on here they're mixed so well with the keyboards and they're just like two important like parts of the song and parts of their band that really set them apart the violin and the keys like not as many bands implement them as much as they do and it's so tastefully yeah and they're just just criminally underrated and and i wish them nothing but the best and, and this is one of the best songs of the year off one of the best albums of the year i'm sorry spoiler alert i'll say it twice i'll say it three times it's gonna mm-hmm. be on the list guys i'm gonna, gonna be the on, number but it's there it's gonna be on my so, list too yep. and, and not to give away the time. albums yes it's not yeah yeah
0: well this won't be the last time that we even talk about this band this episode too so we're so you'll hear a lot I won't, more about this. yeah band.
1: i won't say any more than i've already said everybody knows i like them they know i like we love them so shout out owl weather report
0: great track absolutely But uh, rolling right along into my number 14, I am shocked that this artist is higher on my list than it was on your list. I have I Think by Tyler uh, at my 14 right now. Why would that be shocking to you, though? I feel like I, for some reason I thought like I liked this album, but I thought that you liked this album a lot I more do. than I liked. This I love album. it. So love that it. was, that was why I was just like very surprised to see that the Tyler song on your list ended up being, it's almost, it's almost like with me having uh, Aesop and Gary Clark solo. I, I yeah. it, that's like kind of yeah, what I'm feeling sense. right now. Because the album for Tyler I- Igor, for me
1: front, to, back, like front to bottom as a collective, incredible. Individual tracks, I wasn't loving individual tracks nearly as much as some other individual individual tracks this year. Gotcha. I almost put New Magic Wand instead. To be honest with you, there's so many tracks I could have put. I think was another one that I really loved too. So, yeah, I, I see your point. But it's more of a everything with like
0: it needs to all be together for it to for like, Igor really for me. Yeah, like but, get that full experience. Exactly,
1: exactly. I actually have another album I'm going to talk about in the albums that you'll be shocked to getting even get a song. But anyway.
0: Interesting. So, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, so but I feel that same way about. But anyway,
0: well, yeah. so we're, we'll be talking about Tyler then um, again in like the next episode, too. We talked about him a bit in the beginning, so I won't really drag on here for too, too long. The song, I think it goes again into the overall theme of this album of just like having a love interest, getting interested in them, making something and then having it kind of fall apart. This song is basically where it's him starting to, like, realize that he's falling for this person, like, thinking that and realizing it's for real. I mean, that's what it like the hook lyrics literally are is like female vocalists like for that. Yeah. I they, think they, I've fallen in the Yeah. It's so, very, very groovy, very tasteful. Exactly. Yeah. And like, I love the, I don't know. I love like the wicked high, um, like the high pitched vocals and stuff. Who, the, who is the vocalist? Isn't it a Solange, I think, or something. Is that how you pronounce that? I hope, I, believe I hope it's that's Solange yes that.
1: that is how you pronounce it.
0: Um, but I, don't know, I just, I just love like the synths in this song. I love that the beat comes in with like just the, uh, like the drums right off the bat. Um, I, don't know, I love the message of the song, of the album, of everything. This was the song that I think I listened to the most out of the album. It was either going to be like this or uh, Earthquake because, I mean, both of those I've definitely heard a lot. But I ended up leaning towards I Think Instead. Um uh, So choice. Tyler, the creator, we'll, again, you guys will be hearing about him again on the next episode. But uh, for now, I think that's uh, coming in at my number 14. Okay. My number 14.
1: It's coming to... Injury Reserve featuring Aminé, Jailbreak the Tesla,
0: bro. See, man, it, it was so this hard song, for me.
1: This song, man, holy crap! For anyone that hasn't heard this track, it's got the Tokyo Drift sample with like a nice experimental twist sonically, and the beat sounds. It's like the beat honestly sounds like it's from like 3019, not 2019. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy futuristic. Uh, the hook is simple, and but it, and it's actually a little bit like tongue in cheek. It's just like. Fuck it, jailbreak the Tesla. Like it's 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 kind of funny to me. It's it's almost like a I don't know. It, it, it's just it's just one of those super catchiest but like most simple things. Almost
0: kind of like a braggadocious type song. Oh yeah, I would, no, I would almost maybe not not exactly compare it to like Wells Fargo, but it's like people kind of. It's just like a feel. It's like a fun song.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, this song is just a classic banger, but. Uh, really, some really cool pitch shifting and vocal filters that like drive the futuristic sound. With Richie the T's verse, and even Eminem's, like he gets into this like double time flow at the end, and it, they almost put like this like robotic type of filter on his on <clears throat> the back end of his verse. Super cool. Uh, Richie T comes in with a verse that's very nostalgic and even humorous. He talks about like when people used to like jailbreak iphones and stuff like that and how it was like lime wire on crack and and basically how cool it would be if you could like jailbreak a tesla i mean to be honest with you (laughs) though what
0: what, what, like what are you adding to your tesla by jailbreak i'm I'm, i really want to dive into this far richie the
1: t if you're listening to this you're not but if you are they've already come up with that it's called a transformer bro
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> that's jailbreaking
1: a tesla I, jailbreak it and end that's, up with that's Optimus prime in your in your living room exactly that's so, so funny it's not as original as he'd like it to be <laughs> normally planned uh but hey whatever it's all good i i love Eminem's first at the end of this he's got a nice solid contribution uh like i, talk, I already talked about the crazy flow pattern that he has on the end of this song it's just it's just a banger dude and uh yeah just just the Book it
0: jailbreak the Tesla, like it's just so it's, catchy to me, man. It's like, such an earworm, it, gets, it really it gets is. caught in your like head so easily.
1: I don't know how or why, but it just does. <laughs> it just does. I agree. So, 14 jailbreak the Tesla, good pick, injury so, reserve.
0: Coming up to 13, th- this was another one I feel like I had trouble like really placing, like getting its exact spot because I think I started it much lower. And then every time I would see the song right above it and be like, I like it more than that one, too. And it was just like keep bumping up and up and up and up and up. And then before I knew it, I was staring at number 13, uh, Free Nationals, Time featuring Caliuchis and Mac Miller. I don't know if this is later on your list or not. It did not make it. It it was 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 an outsider looking in. It was an outsider looking in. Gotcha. Yeah. So honestly, one of the biggest reasons this made it onto my list, too, is all the days this summer chilling out at Pano's pool. So shout out Pano. Um, who's just on the that past the episode, the, the Dreamville episode with us. And yeah. Probably be back again for a uh, YBN album and the Chance album and anything else like that. But so uh, Chilling at His Pool, this was one of the songs that we were putting on like every single time that we were out there because it's just such a smooth, summery feeling song. Um, it was the, anyone who doesn't know, it was the first posthumous release, um, right? Wasn't it the first posthumous verse from Mac or was there one other song before this? I know there was two that came out. Right around the same time, but I can't remember which one came first. It um, was this track, and oh my god, what was the other track? I'm blanking on it right now too. I can't. I can't remember. But um, it's gonna tick me off. So I mean, this this song, Caliucci's, uh, basically what you would expect out of her. It's just an incredible voice as always. She had um, an album that came out last year that I spoke pretty highly of and was a fan of a bunch of tracks off of um just i don't know overall this song is just kind of an embodiment of summer it's one of those like put it on and literally as i said relax by the pool type jams um i know i'm going to be listening to it trying to hang on to this nice weather in the winter and like when i'm looking out the window at like several feet of snow I'll just put this on and reminisce about the about the better times but for now it's sitting at my 13 um on our top 20 lists so uh, free nationals Time featuring Caliucci's. And did you end up uh, figuring out what song that was? I got the Mac Miller song. It's that, that's life, 88 keys. Okay, right. It was the yeah. 88 keys. 88 okay, keys yep, track.
1: yep, yep, yep. That's right. Yeah, well, dude, time was a great track. Great, great track. Mm-hmm. So, good one. Absolutely. Jam. My number 13. Is gonna go to shout out my boy B Leafs. Hey, there you who, go. Yes, sir. B Leafs, you have made it on my top twenty list. If you're listening, uh, you you will be listening. So which is which is awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna, or, and if you're not, I'm gonna make you. I'm just gonna mm-hmm. text you and be like, "Yo, go check out new episode. You're yeah, you'll it. like it." B Leafs is making my list, man. Uh, anybody that is new to the podcast or has not recently checked out uh, my interview with B Leafs, uh, he is a local producer. From the Boston area, just, just a little bit north of Boston, from Danvers, Massachusetts. And he dropped a really, really great project uh, called The Horizon a little bit earlier in the year, uh, back in February. I just, like I said, I did an interview, a whole episode with him. Go check that out. And this is his, one of his songs off of it, one of the singles, Go For Broke. And that's featuring On Q and Matt Burton. On Q is one of the most, to me, like, and, and uh, Beliefs and I had a, this conversation in our interview, is just how criminally underrated. That on cue is, and uh, this was just such a great song to me, and and it fit his aesthetic so well. If anybody that listens to on cue, B did a really nice job of bringing in a beat that would work so well with on cue's strengths. The way that he can kind of sing, song a lot of the hooks, and how lyrically he find little melodies and stuff. Exactly, exactly. His performance on here is just so passionate; it's incredible. Like especially on the hook, and I just love like the heavenly atmospheric keys. Um, Over like the nice drum progression that there is. The hi-hats are awesome here. I just thought it was like a perfect segue from the intro in terms of message. And again, for anybody that hasn't listened to the album or doesn't know what I'm talking about, go check out this project. It's really good. And you'll be surprised at maybe some of the the artists that you see on there. Anybody that's like a good, like that's an old school hip hop fan, you'll be stunned. So,
0: And if you are, then go and listen to the episode and get some answers, you know, filled in about the album that you might be thinking.
1: Yeah, exactly. So... Number thirteen, Bee leafs go for broke featuring On Hugh and Matt Burton.
0: Shout out Bee leafs and local artists. So up onto twelve, um, going back again to an older album that came out. I think this is this is January. I'm pretty sure, right? That, or. It was either January or February that we'll we tell reviewed me the this. Album person, um, then so <laughs> James Blake assumed form. Ah, the, my guy. <laughs> the song I got is "Tell Them." Um, I had a hard time picking between kay. two songs, and I have a feeling the other one I had a hard time picking between is probably the one that you're going to have on your it's list. Possible. Probably a few up from here. It's so possible. <laughs> I won't say much about James Blake in general, but this song specifically. Um, I talked about it at length on the, uh, on the album uh, review. That was the January did, album's review. Because mm-hmm. uh, this song, I mean, it's featuring Moses Sumney and uh, has Metro Boomin on the producing, or on, on the production. Um, but Moses Sumney has just a great control over this, like, falsetto-style vocals. I would almost compare it to, like, BJ the Chicago Kid, where they both just use that, like, light, mm-hmm. airy falsetto all the time. But... I feel like Moses Samuel almost takes that to like the next level. He lets so much air out while he's singing and it's just so smooth and like angelic while he's singing. The song itself has some like really cool strings in the background and there's like trap influenced drums, which I mean that was kind of, across the whole album i remember us talking about how happy we were that he took like a lot of hip-hop influence yeah he did um but there's like eerie synths and there's a clap track with like i remember us talking like all right i usually hate clap tracks but this time like it gets a pass because i actually like the way this one sounds it's it's just such a a, it's just such a cool sounding song it's really eerie like a lot of the songs on here have been so far i just i don't know it's i've been finding myself like this has been one of the songs that i'll be walking somewhere and then all of a sudden in the back of my head i'll just hear like the, tell them what you came for It's like over and over and over again until i have to go and listen to the song and get it out so my my number uh 12 goes to james blake tell them, featuring moses Sumney, just fantastic song fantastic awesome track. track not the track i
1: picked from this album spoiler mm-hmm. sorry a lot of spoilers Oh, like, don't worry. I pretty—I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure my notes for that
0: song are right here on the other side of that <laughs> very same piece of paper.
1: For my number twelve, I got our our guy Anderson Pack. Ooh. I'm going with "Make It Better" with featuring uh, Smokey Robinson. Good choice. Not gonna really go too much into detail about this track. I I've already talked about this track at length with you on the review of like two episodes ago when we did Kevin Abstract and Emotional, Emotional Oranges, Oranges as, as, as well, pack, yeah. along with Pack. Right? Exactly. This is off his latest album, Ventura.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, and uh, it's just so smooth and so groovy. I, just, I love the piano mixed with the jazz, like guitar licks and the running winds and strings. There's just such a nice blend of it all, and makes it just feel so light and heavenly. His vocal performance is one of the catchiest and most fun from the album. I just I found myself coming back to this song a lot with this project in particular, and the chorus he absolutely kills it. And I just love his line where he meet me at the hotel motel. Even though we got a room at home.
0: hmm It's just so smooth. It's
1: so smooth. And like the way that he's rhyming over that and like what he's saying about like, oh, you know, I know we're it's basically about like two lovers that are kind of at a standstill, they're having like a difficult time, sorta of, like keeping the relationship fresh mm-hmm. and they're trying to like, you know, so make they just want to get they just like, get out of the
0: house. And even if they just go into a hotel, right. it's at least it's going somewhere.
1: Exactly. So I just love the sentiment. I think the song's fun. I, Anderson Pack's one of my favorites in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this I would be shocked if this song doesn't at least just make an honorable mention. If this this hopefully will stay on the on, on the tra- in the track list. My uh, excuse me, my list. So
0: oh, the the album and that song are just fantastic. They're
1: in there. So anyway, Anderson Pack make it better, featuring Smokey Robinson at my number twelve. One nice. of the best songs of the so, year. Uh, it's a str- just tr- outside it's a strong the ten.
0: Twelve. Just outside the ten. See that's that's crazy too because now it's just like you know the top eleven are going to be so strong when twelve is that good of a song. Like, I know. I love that song. And that song, and that song didn't even make my list. A different one did. I wish I could have put it higher. I really Mm. do. But, but so uh, moving on, my number eleven is one that I'm actually almost surprised made it on here. This was uh, not. I don't want to say a late edition, but another one of those ones that it's like surprising myself. It is uh, Gold Link with uh, Coke White slash Moscow featuring Pusha T. Ah, I don't know if you have this. Do you have this on yours? No, I just missed my t- – uh, it, was, it was another Fringer. Okay. It was fr- I wanted
1: to put it in so badly.
0: Well, dude, there you go. Now at least you get the chance to talk about it because oh, it's man. almost working out perfectly now. It's like a couple that songs. Song is
1: so good. It's fantastic. Oh, Pusha T coming – I don't want to take Still the Thunder
0: from you, but oh, Pusha oh, T's dude. verse coming in. Oh, man, so the way good. he's rhyming over that beat, dude. Well, it's something that, like, I feel like Pusha, it's like, so he good. just does so well at, like, riding beats and making sure that, like, he matches what the beat needs. And, I mean, I'm sure that he also is selective with the beats that he uses and kind of knows his comfort zone, but I feel like there's almost, I've, I feel like I've almost never heard a Pusha verse where I'm just like, man, that sucked. And I feel like for almost every, almost every rapper, I can at least name one verse where I was like, ah, I, I don't really know if they hit the nail on that one, but, like, I don't know if I've ever heard a bad Pusha T verse. And how funny is it that, it's the, the, the title of the song. Oh, it, of course, <laughs> it fits, oh, it's push, it's push a a T. It's way. push
1: a t. Like Gold. Gold he loves to talk. He loves rapping about cocaine. He, yeah. he loves it. So. Absolutely. Oh. Like, it
0: wouldn't be a push a t song if he didn't mention coke at least like four times. So I was gonna say at least once, but that's very modest. He like, says like, coke you know,
1: white like a million, but it's just so catchy. Yeah. I don't even care.
0: But and then, dude, there's, then, then there's that um, like beat switch right around halfway in the song, or like a minute and a half when it goes from oh coke white God. over to Moscow. And like the first half is kind of like. A lot lower key, and it's kind of like a really like chill song. And then that beat switch happens, and it's just like the energy just goes through the roof. Goldlink's most energetic
1: moment on his album, and he's not one to be energetic. And I was so happy that there was a moment
0: like that on Goldlink's album. Mm-hmm. So, well, and like in this an okay. album, we didn't really get a chance to talk about. Yeah, but. and I mean, I I almost. I feel like I almost would have been able to talk about this. The album I liked a lot of songs off of it. I did too. I just I wasn't we, able to We, we sneak reviewed that you on.
1: say with Tyler the Creator we did. and Jay Prince. We did. That was one of the And we liked that, that a lot. Yep.
0: There's I no, this a song lot of really more, high high highs on it. So yeah. maybe at some point we'll do like uh stuff we missed or something like yeah, that. Maybe yeah, just like yeah super quick recaps of albums that one the know. denzel curry one we Maybe missed it'll be like one. a night nice school
1: we missed a few of those yeah
0: make it like a night school of just like hey yeah. here's a quick like five minute recaps yeah. of, of just like of albums that we missed bang yeah. through albums but right. no this this was absolutely great i love like the underwater feel that happens in like the beat uh after the after the beat change and it's like such high energy but it's not like uh gold link's yelling so uh, it's, no, it's like a no, super interesting has. balance yeah. it's almost like when the parent is like you can tell they're just like very, they're like disappointed. It's not even like they're angry and they're yelling at you. It's just like very, st- like serious. Stern, like it's yeah. like he means what he's saying right now. And that's what's giving it that energy. But yeah, I mean, didn't make my top 10, but number 11. Yeah. Uh, Coke White by Gold Link featuring Pusha T. Okay. We're almost at the top 10, man.
1: I know. My my number 11. And then we're cracking the big top 10 mm-hmm. for the mid-year. My number 11 and uh, an artist that we just recently talked about. Emotional oranges. Ooh. Okay. Built that way. Oh wow!
0: I'm so I'm. I mean, did you pick built that way? Yes. So I was going to say compared to compared to my placement on my list, that's. I mean, I shouldn't say interesting. Eleven is still damn good. That is a very damn good rank rank, ranking. But yeah. So if so,
1: if it's on, if you picked that, then I won't go into too much detail with it. Uh, but like it's just one of my favorite songs from from that album, and uh, I just it was the song I replayed the most from it. So I just love like sort of the. Just the sentiment of it, and just the sound, and how like, like Aaliyah slash TLC sort of sounding that it is. Like it's just it's really it's a really cool, fun track, and uh, I think that uh, the two singers in, in, in Motion Oranges they just play off each other so so well.
0: Well, not something that we definitely like mentioned a lot. We that did. They, yeah, they have great synergy, and it's something that makes their music just so much fun to listen. Exactly. to.
1: Exactly, and it was it was really more showcased hear i thought in this song particularly than most other ones not that the other ones didn't have it but anyway so i won't get into too much of it quite yet like we'll, we'll wait, we'll wait yeah, for you to but bring you it will, up but you anyway. will
0: hear about this again very very soon so
1: 11 emotional oranges built that way and now we are into our top, top 10
0: this is crazy so my cracking my top 10 the first song probably kind of a shocker um the so this is another band that we've actually talked about before um, definitely much more up my alley. This was crafter with, uh, their track lasting efforts. Yep. I've continued to listen. This album has actually grown on me even more than when I, the last time I still gave it like raving reviews. I think it was my second favorite album of that month or maybe it was my third favorite. I can't quite remember where I, I, I don't ended remember putting where you it had it either, but, um, but so ever even hot. since then it's been climbing. Cause I mean, even now there's albums that beat it out on that list that it has now beat out to make it on the top 10 or onto my 20 songs. Um, so the song I chose was the self-titled track, Lasting Efforts, um, just between the intro riff and the harmonies between the guitars, it was really hard not to pick this one. And even you said, as someone who wasn't super into the hardcore genre, this was the song that was like your favorite. This was my favorite. Yeah. So I, I felt like just a mix of me liking this song a lot. It being like the leading like track basically from, or I think it, I think it might have the most plays right now. It's either that or collecting losses and the fact that like even people who aren't really in the genre like it. That's kind of why I had to put this song on as opposed to a couple others I could have picked. Um, and I mean I did talk about their music and their lyrics, especially their lyrics, like at length on the episode. So I'll kind of last episode. So I'll kind of save that. Um, I did get to finally see them so I mentioned when we reviewed them that I was gonna see them live I couldn't go to that show but later on I made one and it was just pure unbridled energy it was it was kind of funny it was at a um I think it was at an elks up in uh, up in Lowell and oh, wow. it was yeah I wasn't expecting that at all because I've, I've been to the Elks before I think for a like banquet for track back in high school or something like that so it was definitely a very different. Uh, experience than that I was. Would, I would say
1: so. <laughs> I would definitely say so. And, Continue.
0: But so the uh, the opening bands, it was kind of crazy. All of them would be like introducing the other bands and everyone's cheering and saying like, oh, you got this guy next, these guys next. And then every time they'd be about to say something about crafty, they'd be like, and everybody, like the band that you're all like here for, like they were just getting talked up by all these other bands that are in the scene with them. Um, e- even the guys that I was meeting, they all seemed like they were like lifelong friends at that point because they had played shows together. So it was just so cool to see all the connections and everything between all of these guys and how it's it's kind of what my roommate and the drummer of the band Dalton would talk to me about so many times and he did a project about it in school of just how much of a community the hardcore like genre is and me going to this show really kind of like I've been to one before but it was a slightly bigger band uh counterparts at um the Palladium, so it was just kind of like... And I, I was also in a daze being my first hardcore show, so I wasn't really paying much attention. But at this show, I could really see, I don't know, like the community aspect of it. And it was just, I don't know, it was really, really nice to see that. It was kind of almost like humbling to see that from like such a t- small, tight-knit group of people. But so anyways, nah, my number 10, Crafter, little local hardcore group uh, with their song, Lasting Efforts. Definitely check the song out, check the album out. It's, it's good stuff. I did like the song quite a bit, so I'm in. So what do you have for number, 10? number what's ten? Number ten is the first one.
1: Number ten, it's going to Freddie Gibbs and Madlib. We're going Giannis featuring nice. Anderson Pack off of Freddie Gibbs and Madlib's new album Bandana, which we have so, we have not talked about yet. Yep. So, but, but it will, but it will, it will come.
0: Okay, it will come. Uh, <laughs> good, good.
1: Ah I, man, I, this is my favorite track from Bandana. I love the staccato keys, the hi hats, and like that snare blend. I just, I just love the way that this song just kind of comes in and the the punch that it has. The vocal sample is awesome and the DJ scratches make um make it like light but yet yeah, like almost like a haunting beat. It's it's very it's interesting. Like I can't really put my finger on it like quite what it makes me feel, but mm-hmm. the fact that it's just so profound and different I really enjoy. And Freddie just flows on this track about like struggles in the hood and how the rap industry is like out to get artists that are not there to like and they're not there to like necessarily support them and things like that. Yeah,
0: they're they're there to make a profit. Yeah, his
1: second verse on this track is just insane. Like, I'm I'm not even sure if this was intended or not. I I also that this was like kind of an interesting thing that I thought of. But comparably, what I just said about how like the rap industry is out to get artists and like not really there to support them and things like that, like his kind of sentiment with that. Uh, Giannis, like B- Ante as a basketball player, for anybody that doesn't really like know the NBA, he's like not your typical NBA player. You know what I mean? He doesn't have this big ego. He's not looking to be like the star of the face of the NBA, like purposely, you know what I'm saying? saying. He's just it's like a good not like dude. one of the people
0: that seems like a player slash WWE person. Right,
1: right. He's just, he's very giving to community and like he always talks about his teammates and he like always says the right things and he's never been in, you know, like a trouble and things like that. He doesn't seem like a lot of NBA superstars have these like kind of egos. Like you see guys like, you know, like James Harden, Kyrie Irving, mm-hmm. Kevin Durant to an extent that got these, all these kind of egos. Giannis is not that way nope. at all. And, I don't know if that's the comparison there, but for like him naming the song this and kind of the point of that like particular song and the verse, but could be a nice comparison potentially. And Anderson Pack gives like such a memorable and like powerful hook, uh, and then he raps, and then Anderson Pack com- uh, Anderson Pack comes in and he raps about uh, some of like his childhood struggles as well, like selling cauliflower on the streets and like things <laughs> like, like that. Like, he see, just... it's things like
0: that too that like make me love Anderson Pack that's such like a
1: yeah, I mean. It's yeah, you're right. It's just so funny to me that uh Gibbs and Anderson Pack were able to collaborate so seamlessly on a track. But I think it works because Mad Lib's the producer, because you know Mad Lib's from the California. It's almost like area. The glue, yeah, He's the, the glue. Of them. Exactly. Because yeah, I'll talk a little bit more about Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib later on, but I just say in terms of Anderson Pack's contribution and the way he kinda gels with them, I'm very much into so Giannis uh by Freddie Gibbs and Anderson Pack Great, great track. Definitely worthy of my 10 spot.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I was wondering what the number 10 was going to be, and it's deserving. It's deserving. But moving up to number nine, this is a group that I that we haven't gotten to talk about yet, but now we'll get to talk about. Um, so this is the collective group, Pivot Gang, and their track, uh, track, Bible. This was off of an album that they just released uh, super, super, super recently called You Can't Sit With Us anyone who doesn't know pivot gang it is um saba who else is into? smino smino so it's just a group basically a giant group of friends of from chicago um i was really happy about this album because i mean anyone who listens to the show knows that i was a huge fan of saba's album last year it was my number one album number one single uh been raving about saba ever since i want to see it him live phenomenal bad. on,
1: Dreamville on uh, that. Sacrifices yep. track,
0: yeah, absolutely kill sacrifices. Which is the fact that I can't we can't talk about that song right now is killing me, <laughs> but I we, we'll have time, we'll get there eventually. Uh, I mean, we did get to talk about it before, so I, I guess yeah, I shouldn't be too upset about We've it. talked about it, right. Um, right? Just not on a, on a list, yeah. yeah can't I can't not, put it on the lists yet. It's not eligible,
1: but um, anyway.
0: but yeah, so this, this song, um, it was actually kind of hard to pick between a few of them. I ended up picking this song for the hook. Um, the hook of the song was really what I, I guess drew me in because Saba absolutely kills it. It's like kind of like a quick—I don't want to say like staccato-style delivery because it's not like super, super percussive. But I don't know—I'm I'm a huge fan of it. It's the, probably one of the best hooks I've heard from Saba, and I mean the, the hook is even kind of hilarious. Just like talking about wanting money and then treating it like a Bible, like after you get it. And I feel like Saba on this one showcases his like beat chameleon ability where you can just kind of put any beat in front of him and he will end up like what we were just saying about Pusha T a second ago. Like he will match the beat that you put him on. It's like always going to sound good. He's always going to ride it really, really well. The beat in this in this case that I'm talking about has some really cool horns in the back. It's sort of similar to what I was talking about a few minutes ago, of having like intensity, but it's not super out of control. It's like controlled aggression. Nice and album,
1: dude. I liked it a lot. It,
0: it's good. It's it's good stuff. I will say that we probably will hear me talk about it again. Uh, so yeah, number nine, Pivot Gang, uh, Saba and the rest of the gang. The song's Bible. Definitely check it out.
1: Dope. I like it. My number nine is going to James Blake's "Where's the Catch" featuring Andre Three Thousand. I knew it. But
0: okay. This... okay. What's the catch? ha <laughs> honey, oh, okay.
1: this was this was the one where I almost picked a different song from this from this album. Can you guess which one potentially?
0: Tell them. No, I I don't know. I was I was gonna say just just for the sheer sake of us having the same exact two songs. What, oh, what, was, no, the, no, what no. was the other one gonna be? The other
1: one that I raved about forever.
0: Shit, I'm I'm forgetting the name of it right now. I'm like looking for my notes to try and see if I can uh like remind myself because I kn- I knew it was gonna be where's the catch? And even when you like said I was like oh it's gonna be the notes on the back of the page that I was just reading about. So like and that's where's the catch?
1: Barefoot in the park.
0: Right with uh, Rosalia.
1: Yeah, that was the other track that That's I right. almost put in, but ultimately, where's the catch? Got it. I listened to it a little bit more often than I did. Barefoot in the park, meanwhile, but barefoot in the park. Oh my god, what a beautiful song! Like on a true top twenty, this would be by far in my top ten. Both mm-hmm. of these songs, but where's the catch with Andre 3000? I mean, Andre 3000 is my favorite rapper of like of all time. So anytime I see Andre 3000, I get excited. And while I liked him on Anderson Packs album, I found that this song in particular I liked more, and I liked his mm-hmm. heady ass verse on yeah. this one more. Um, it was got just such a unique instrumental with like that banjo sample. It's got and it's mixed with like a nice synth and bass kicker that gives it like a heaviness when it's mixed with like James An- James's angelic and like smooth vocals. Uh ah, it's just it's just so great, dude. Like it's so sonically pleasing. It's light, but then it has some personality to it and some bite and Andre 3000 really just comes in like I said with it with a really awesome verse. He just flows impeccably over this beat and um and then the two come back towards the end for like a fun like ad-lib like chopped up vocal section that just really like leaves this being such an epic ending. So one of my favorite tracks of the year not no not question this is definitely gonna have to stay. I, I can't see at the end of the year that this not being on the top 25. I, I would be stunned if 16 better songs came for the, from this or if I just didn't jump further based on, you know, whatever happens. But uh, incredible song, incredible album. James Blake, Andre 3000 with my number nine. It's so good. So it, good. it was so, so, Where's so the good. catch? There wasn't one on this song. That's for
0: sure. <laughs> oh, man. We got to stop. We got to stop. It's like three in one episode. Bro, I'm the dad joke king. Let's go. <laughs> number eight. All right. So number eight for me, um, it's actually it, it's kind of weird. I did not like the album that this song ended up being on quite as much, but I still love this track. It's Lizzo with the song Juice. And I know that a lot of people are like really digging Lizzo. They right love now. It. And they honestly, love album, like I'm too. so happy about that because Lizzo as an artist, like I definitely can get behind. She's like wicked energetic and charismatic and upbeat. So I like love all of that and all of the messages that she stands for. Awesome, love that people are listening to stuff like that. There are definitely times on the album where she loses me a little bit and gets like almost too theatrical, where I almost feel like I'm like listening to a musical rather than, like, yeah, like, I guess. So and, yeah. and I shouldn't be like criticizing it too harshly because it's not like I dis disliked this album. It just wasn't really it wasn't really my thing, but. I, I don't know who you are or where you're from, but if you can listen to Juice and not, like, smile and start, like, nodding along and, like, feeling good about yourself, then there's something wrong with you. This song it's is... a fun tune. It's, it's a fun just, tune. It's just so happy and upbeat, and like I said, it's just feel good, like... If you basically are ever thinking poorly about yourself, you just need to go and listen to Lizzo for like 20 minutes. And by the end, you'll just be (laughs) bursting with self-confidence. It's crazy. And like all of her songs are basically like that. And I feel like this one for me is the pinnacle of like that type of music that she gets across. It's just upbeat, feel good, catchy. It's almost like this song reminds me almost of like a Goonies vibe, like the intro of like a Goonies or like an 80s movie or something like that. I don't know. It's just dripping with sass. It's it's just funky. It's awesome. I I would definitely recommend this song at full volume with your windows all the way down. It's it's just it's just a feel good song. Honestly. It's, an, it's a nice selection at number eight. So yeah, number eight, Lizzo Juice would recommend. Fantastic. Track. Cool.
1: Uh, my number eight. It just got released in time to put it on. When the album got- did not. So the album is not eligible for a list right now later on standards maybe. but it could be later on potentially seeing let's see how it shapes up mm-hmm. we'll absolutely review it of course i'm talking about ybn corday and his lead single or no excuse me second single cuz have mercy i believe was the lead single off the album this was the second single bad idea mm-hmm. featuring chance the rapper definitely a chance the rapper sounding song uh, especially like it sounds like it almost could have came off of coloring book and but the, but i just love the the really cool beat uh, it's just mixed with this like nice percussion sample. Um, e- Yeah. Like I said, even has like late acid rap, early like vibes coloring book vibes on it. Yeah. I got uh, like a
0: very like Donnie Trumpet era, like when yeah, he was like yeah. dead center, like in between those albums. You
1: know what? That actually is a better comparison. Donnie Trumpet. Which For is sure. also, I
0: feel like, a slightly underrated album. I think a lot of people give Super that album flack underrated. just because there's a lot of instrumental portions on it, which is true. But I, I mean, I recommended an instrumental song on this list. So clearly so I have like no qualms with exactly. that type of stuff. Right. So here in like a five minute long trumpet solo, like, get, like let me at it. I, yeah. I love it. But other people I can understand it's not as interesting. Yeah. But anyway, sorry.
1: But yeah, no, no, it's fine. Uh Good, good color commentary. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I just, I love the organ, the piano sample. Like that's kind of just the forefront of this thing. Um, it's beautiful and it's, but it's simple enough that you can like really kind of focus in on YBN and and chance and like what they're, what they're rapping about. Mm-hmm. I think YBN Corday is simply a star in the making. Yep. I, I think lyrically he's one of, uh, this is like one of my favorite tracks of the year so far. And I just love like the uplifting and like overly positive vibes that this song gives off and, and the hook is just sung beautifully by YBN. He has like such a nice, super heartfelt, but also melodic sort of tone. And I just, I it's really honest, so. super honest. Yeah. And I just, I really, I just, I just really enjoy this track a lot, man. It's kind of all about like, you know, going for what you truly want and like getting through difficult pain without looking back. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like the, the, the topic sort sort of, of the song. And I'm sure we can dive a little bit more into it when we, when we actually talk about the album and review the album and yeah i'll definitely want to you know dive into the song quite a
0: little bit more this is one of the ones that got barely edged out for me and and i actually almost feel bad because the reason it got edged out is because of another single from the album that got like released that that i've listened to way Way more more. and even though i love this song i just like always would just listen to the other one instead yeah
1: because this one and have mercy the only two that are would be it would have been technically like eligible for the it uh, qualify. because then R N P is
0: too late so right, right, right. because if I could choose it oh my god I, I've listened to that song a million yeah. and a half times at this point you know what's funny I think I might still pick bad idea we'll see we'll see at the end of the end of the year if, if it
1: becomes that way but I, I really do think I would I would still go with bad idea but I think a good chance song. I think chance con, uh, contributes one of his better guest verses that he's had in a while too on this particular track and uh, well, but 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 this really is YBN's time to shine. Yeah. And the song, it really kind of just, you know, one and you and
0: that. Pano have been all in agreement like Pano, especially lately oh, of yeah. the, that YB and Cordae is going to be like one of the greats looking back. Hopefully he has the potential basically right now between he has a ton the albums. There the album that came out and like all the great songs on that and then especially the uh, the freestyles that we were watching too he had a freestyle on he said flex couple, yeah, i believe he did he had a couple freestyles that free was styles. wild it's it's three yeah. different beats and especially that third beat that he goes over like i i mm-hmm. want to chop that up and make that and like save that on my phone so i can listen to that whenever it's yeah. it's that good so i don't know this kid's like a star in the making i'm i'm super excited about this same really into him so ybn corday number 8 All right. bad idea featuring chance the rapper Number so, sevens Lucky up. number sevens Yeah lucky There we go So my This is another pick Of a song That I had to pick Because I loved it But then if I could pick A song that came out Again just like Not even that long after It would beat it out This is uh, Dreamville With Down Bad Nice At number seven um, I don't know if this is On your list Oh it's
1: it's on here Okay so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna be
0: very sparing I'm just gonna say Dreamville Collective of J. Cole artists uh, We talked about This whole album In At length. length With Pano yeah. On one of our most recent episodes, so definitely check that out if you want more in depth, I don't know, uh, opinions and ideas on this album because particularly the song. And we know we, no, we talked about it. the song another time. We talked about yeah the song when Twice. when the song came out too. When it <clears throat> came out on this, yeah, on the quarter. So we've we, we've we've
1: given this song a lot of airtime. Not that it doesn't deserve it. But yeah, yeah, but so
0: I'll I'll keep it very very short then. So it's just down bad. Great performance by JID and everybody on the track. Um, yeah. Not really much to say. I'll kind of save it, and we'll, we'll talk, about, we'll it talk about it comes on your comes list. Up, yeah. But yeah, so my number seven was Down Bad by Dreamville. Dope, dope. What do you Great got? Great song. My number seven,
1: Gloria by Tierra Whack.
0: Ooh! Wow. Okay. That I I was wondering when Tierra, when and if Tiara was going to be on your list. And did she what make track yours? It was yes. And what is it, track? Is it was a track? Be. It's a different track. It's a different track. So track? yeah. So we can we can talk as much as we want about it. But man, that's, that's
1: Gloria is my shit, man. I love that song. It's one of my favorite songs she's put out, maybe ever. I just I love that flute sample on it. Oh mm-hmm. man, it is just so catchy. And she basically just raps about like throughout the track, like how slept on she's been from like the people outside of Philadelphia. And then meanwhile, the people inside of Philadelphia, they're either hating on her, like simply trying to mooch off for like her new success of, like, and, like, her jealousy fame. and stuff. Right. So she just basically says, you know, like if you're going to hate on me, I'm just going to buy a new car and like drive past you and just be like, give you the deuces. And it, you know, essentially that's what she's kind of pointing at. She's like, don't hate on me because I'm in a better position than you are. You're just hating. Cause you wish cause you're jealous and you wish you were me. So I, I just love how so, like, some of her cadences—they're just so engaging and charismatic. Uh, she just flows so nicely, and then even hits some like sing-song rap type of of bars at, at towards the back end of the song. And I think that's really where she she she, uh, she absolutely shines. And just an infectious song that like you will not be able to get out of your head once you hear it. It's 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 really good. So Tierra Whack, number seven, Gloria, She's so good. one of my favorite songs of the year. I again, this is another one of those songs be super stunned if it's if it's not in the top 25 still and i I, I could say that about a lot of these top 10s but I'll have more to say about Tiara yeah. Whack too in like a yeah. little bit. She's phenomenal. I can't wait for her next project.
0: Uh, and especially like the that song, the song I'm about to talk about in a little bit too, like and all the other singles too. Like this is going to be crazy, and it'll be the first full length thing we've heard since right. the debut project was just that quick fifteen minute The Whack World, yeah. yeah, like one minute at a time. Yeah, that we've both talked about a good amount now at right. this point. Exactly. Um, but so. moving right along, uh, my number six is Kevin Abstract and the song Peach. I don't know. It, you probably have this on yours as well. Oh, it's here. All, All right, right. So <laughs> again, I'm going to save this. I'm going <laughs> to save this so we can just kind of go back and forth on that one. Um, but Kevin Abstract. We have three
1: tracks we're going to be going back and forth on now that we both have. That works out very well. That works
0: out very well because, well. I mean, we're getting to the end. So this is when we would kind of want to be able to, like, really dive into yeah. like, these songs. But so, yeah, I'll keep it super short then. Kevin Abstract, we've talked about him on. We talked about the whole album. Um, on the last or not last episode but two episodes the, ago with uh, Ventura and Emotional Oranges as well Um, so I mean we've said a lot about this it's just it's just too catchy and feel good of a song I couldn't leave it off of my list had to be there I'll I'll wait on that one for now but so for number six for me was Peach by Kevin Abstract number six this is sh-
1: this is a stunner okay I'm because ready because if you
0: alright so I actually went back I would tell myself to sit down but I'm already sitting <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, not a stunner that I picked a song from this album. The fact that this is the song. Okay. When I listened... I went back, because I was curious. I went back to listen to our review of this album. And I did not mention this song at all. In the whole review. And I went back to my notes.
0: I'm so curious. What and I did is. not
1: even mention... And I don't. I wrote very little on it. And I didn't re- go back much into it. It was only when we went to the concert. I'm talking about Gary Clark Jr.'s album, This okay. Land. And I'm talking about... When Fiona Silver came back on and did "Roll uh, Low Down Rolling Stone with him oh. and performed that, that song clicked for me after then. Mm-hmm. And I have not been able to stop playing it to the point where it is now my favorite song on the whole album. And it was probably one of my, my not even like my least favorites, it's just one that I didn't like... I don't know, for whatever reason didn't pay as much attention to as I should have. Yeah, the Without other songs pressure. were overshadowing it at
0: that like, time. Exactly.
1: Like I got my eyes on you, like Guitar Man, mm, Pro there Cadillac. Was, pro, there were so many songs I could have picked, and this song for me now is my, you know, with the album being out for roughly what almost six months now, mm-hmm. it is now the the song I go back to the most from the album so oh man like just it, the live version i think is what like won me over and it's just not only one of the best songs from this album from an incredible album by the way in my opinion and one that like has shifted some of my genre tastes because potentially because it's just the way this this guy did this but man oh man like uh it just it's just incredible but uh something i love here is just like the hard guitar chords paired with uh Gary Clark Jr.'s lyrics, his vocals about just, like, being an independent person who's, like, kind of on the end, at verge of, like, a mental breakdown, but, like, just the importance of, like, staying true to who he really is, and it's just such a jam, there's just so much energy, it has, like, a nice sing-along moments in, in, in the chorus, and just some, like, gnarly guitar licks that just will put this song on repeat for not for you, and definitely for me, hopefully, for, mm-hmm. for those that haven't listened to it yet, my oh my god i really i love that song man and and the fact that i did not come on to it a little bit until like later on was was shocking to me i would have thought guitar man or you know pearl cadillac like you said would have been a song that would have made it onto this list instead of this but and the fact that it's this high sometimes all it takes is
0: just one performance of it for that song to just click with you and finally for i guess the message and everything to be like oh wow that's what this song is about yeah that's what this means yeah
1: and not to go on this tangent, but I felt that way last night at John Bellion, who we will we will do a show and tell on that. Uh, dude, you just said John Bellion, and
0: legit, like, I don't know if you can see, I legitimately have, like, goosebumps on the yeah, sides. I mean, just even from yeah. thinking about this, uh, about this concert, concert, this was, was one of, like, this was, like, was, one of the nights I know for a very long time I'll be talking about, like, yeah. this
1: night. I, I don't want to get more into it, like what well, now we'll definitely we would, talk about we would it, go man. on an
0: hour long tangent right now if we started talking about john bellion so we need to save that john was... bellion
1: show and tell coming very soon stay tuned for that if
0: you're listening to this and he's still on tour get tickets as now, soon as possible now, right i don't now. care how do much it. they cost do like... it do
1: it you have to do it uh well, anyway. listen to the
0: end of the episode and then do it and uh, no, honestly <laughs>
1: or pause us do it and then come back yeah, yeah, yeah whatever, uh, works, whatever works gary clark jr lowdown rolling stone number six on my top twenty songs. Wow. So I far, I am shocked that, that
0: that was like that much higher up uh, on my list like what you were saying of how Gary was so low on mine. Gary
1: Gary is not only in there, he's he's solidified in there at number six. Clearly almost cutting cracking that top five.
0: But speaking of the top five here we are. Here we are. And a familiar face uh for my number five that's actually already been talked about in this episode are our buddies, Owl, um, and being human is weird. So Yes, that was dude, I was
1: toying with being human is weird, but being the other one. But, but I went with Weather Report because I liked the este- uh, the sonic appeal just a little tad bit more, but I'm with you. See, he, he I actually completely lyrically. agree
0: that Weather Report, if I had to pick a song that I like the sound of better, better, it would be either Weather, weather Report, Report or No Parachutes because yes. I like those two best based purely off sound. Off this sound. was another one where that like, message aspect really kind of kicked it kicked up kicked it up yeah. especially bringing it all the way up to five I almost, um, yeah I almost went with it man it was close it's but. a great track so yeah. I mean again we've talked about OWL before um, they're a band that we've reached out to and had like contact with we're gonna see them live pretty soon they just really they do a great job of mashing up like different alt rock styles into their own thing that we mentioned has like a really really good rise and fall. So there's a lot of motion to their songs. Almost here. like a roller coaster,
1: but not exactly. like a bad way. Like 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 an actual just legitimate.
0: Exactly like a, an Sound enjoyable roller, one. not yeah, one of the yeah. ones that only you only go on if you're one of the people who's like an adrenaline junkie. This is just like an, an actually fun roller coaster. Yeah, um, doesn't go too fast because you know I'm not <laughs> a really a big fan of
1: roller coasters, but you know exactly. that was my comparison to it. Like to, or my, my metaphor, not comparison, but anyway. exactly. And, Continue.
0: And well, so I mean, the, these rises and falls, it's it's nice being able to listen to music that's not just super stagnant, Um, which I feel like a lot of rock, I mean, rock has just been around as a genre for so long now that I feel like a lot of people are copying they're not copying ideas, but they've been influenced by artists and now there's just a lot of very stagnant non-moving stuff. So having songs like this being human is weird, where there's actually movements to the song, there's changes to it. It's just a really, really nice listen. The lyrics, like we talked about in the episode about uh, this album or when we talked about this album, rather Um, we mentioned that it's all about like sitting at a bar basically and people watching and just being so, I don't know, taking it back at how weird the the act of like being a human and interacting is being very like within your own confines of your mind. And then at the end of the song, going up and getting a drink at the bar and then starting a conversation with someone next to you and then realizing "Ah, you've just become part of that same, I don't know, like community that you were just looking at or entity you were looking at before. So, I don't know, between the sounds that we've talked about at length that I will always bring to their songs that are super catchy, really, like, they get a lot of energy into them, and they just make you really feel something, and between that and the lyrics, this had to be in my top five. I love this album, love this track, really, really looking forward to getting to see this live. I hope, I hope they have time to play the whole album, and if they don't, I hope this at least is one of the one songs, of the songs that they play. I
1: agree. It's one of my favorites, too. It's so great, good. Great, great choice. If not Weather Report, it would have been Being Human is Weird, so mm-hmm. good one. My so, number five. What do you got? I'm going with Paradise by Khalid. Wow. Okay. Dude, I, I can't tell you how many times i played this song. Uh, I'll talk about the album. Spoiler alert. Uh, next episode. I liked it that much. This song, in mean particular, though, it's just it's one of the melodies, one of my favorites of the year, and I just love the the neo-soul, just kind of groovy, just vibe that is here, and he Khalid rides this beat like so nicely. He brings like some falsetto that's super impressive. I really like the keys. I think that they're like absolutely just so punched in and inc- like incredibly sort of lush. And uh, it's mixed with some like nice reggae inspired electronic like guitar grooves that I think are really really beautiful and, and gorgeous. The ending guitar is so dope, and I like. I wish it was longer. Like the way like the riff starts and it just fades out. That's my only complaint with the song.
0: It's like got the the jib verse effect on it, yeah. where it's like comes in right at the very and end, and then, then you're like, just wait, like that goes is actually right exactly out. the best comparison. What song is that? Swerve, right? <laughs> that's in that's in Swerve. Yeah, you yeah, that's like the last thing I think you hear is like some and I swerve. And then I literally
1: he- I'm hearing what he, yeah his the way his flow patterns on that right now in my head. I just love how crazy catchy that this song is. And it's just such a summer jam to me. Well, and that's like kind of Khalid's
0: thing too, is just that catchiness, the summer, like aesthetic and just making sure people are, I don't know, like feeling that vibe when they're listening to his music. I can't say I've listened to this album a bunch of times, but I do definitely know that like, he's, he's so good at making kind of that, like, Hits not hit single because I don't want to diminish his ability because that makes it sound like he's like a one hit wonder or something like that which he's definitely he's not. Had a ton of good and songs and especially after the thing that really made me, uh, I guess, respect him a lot more as an artist. I saw him do uh, his tiny desk set. I believe it's either that or just an acoustic set somewhere, but I think it's tiny. I'm, I'm almost sure it's tiny desk. Um, and it's just him and then a guy with an acoustic guitar behind him playing. And it's not like the guy in the acoustics doing anything outlandish or crazy to steal any of the show, but Khalid's vocals and his just like his ability of work to work that really small, yeah. very hot room and exactly. like still be like happy and uplifting and everything. It, it really won me over on him. He's fantastic, man. So anyway, number five, Khalid Paradise,
1: one of my favorite tracks of the year, no question. Nice man. So number 4
0: Also, is- I'll, I'll have to give that album a lot more of a listen. I feel like I feel like. I've heard you talk about it enough that, like, I, I feel like I, miss, I missed something. Maybe I was, like, listening at a time. I was, it didn't
1: like, get very good review. Like, well, actually, I shouldn't say that. A couple of reviewers didn't like it. Well, yeah, because I remember, like,
0: Fantana wasn't a fan of it. He, like, really
1: snoozed over it on the Why You Know Review or whatever, which yeah. I thought was super disrespectful mm. because this album's way better than people give it credit for. Mm. And, I, but anyway, I'll talk about it more next episode. Absolutely. But yeah,
0: for sure. But so um, moving up to number four, I have Anderson Pack, our guy, uh, the start who started the whole show. What with, can we do? Yep, he already knows. He already knows. <laughs> what can we do? featuring Nate Dog? Uh, I, I, I will never be able to get this song out of my head for the rest of my life, <sighs> and I I'm just so happy that I have at least one more hit Nate Dog song like to add to the to the arsenal. Because, I mean, me and me and my buddies, we've always listened to like G Funk, Nate Dogg, Warren G, Snoop Dogg, like all that kind of stuff sitting around in Tank's backyard for years and years, especially like regulate the absolute classic song. So getting to have a feature from Nate Dogg again was really cool. And I talked a pretty good amount about how I liked how Anderson Pack took the samples that he got from um, from Nate Dogg. Obviously not from Nate Dogg, but the Nate Dogg samples, and then it almost sounds like he crafted the song based around that. So he like figured out what key he was singing in, roughly like what core, like what notes he was lingering around, and then crafted the song to make sure that all that fit. And that's what I love. Like I've said that so many times when when I can genuinely tell that you put in the effort into your song to make it something and didn't just kind of go bare bones minimum to like get a song out there it's already gonna win me over sure. and that's kind of what happened I here agree.
1: yeah no dude this yeah it, it was a really good song I, again it was tough to leave it off but mm-hmm. i like just I'll make it better a little bit more but yeah the, the Nate Dogg feature is is pretty iconic. It's just so in the, in hard end, to not
0: I'm... like nod your head and just snap your yes, fingers dude. when like they come on, especially like the harmonies when they're doing like the "What Can We Do." Like, oh, and, like, and, so and the cool. fade
1: out at the end,
0: like it's just it's oh, just it's so super funny. Super He's great. like, "Oh, you can delete all that." <laughs> it's super like, "Oh, I already great, paid man. for it." So yeah, solid our, number four. number four. What Can We Do? Anderson Pack featuring Nate Dogg. It's just it's just a smooth track. Love it. R.I.P. Nate Dogg. Love that we get to still listen to songs by him or yeah. featuring him. Yeah. Number four for me. I'm ready. Elenium and John Bellion, baby. All right. Oh, so I if you were about to like have a huge long thing to say, we can just talk about this now, but I also have this very soon. Like very, very soon. Like next soon? Uh, uh, did I- not next, but the one but very soon. Well, I'll say it's very soon. So I'm just going <laughs> to
1: save it for yours then. Okay. We'll keep so that pattern going. We'll, yeah, we'll keep that pattern going. So yeah, my number four track is Elenium and John Bellion, Good Things Fall Apart. We will absolutely for sure talk about this at length when we get to your Yeah. And, and your, like a the funny yours.
0: little like thing to add to about what like this song specifically when during the live show. But yeah, we'll we'll oh, be able to save yeah. that. Yeah.
1: Okay. So let's just go to your
0: number but three. So so for <laughs> number three first. Uh now I get to finally talk about her. Tierra Whack, unemployed. That's the one that I end up ah. choosing because this song this song I feel like is like I don't know it's it's blowing up and it's really it's one of the songs that showcases how good of a rapper she is and how how technically proficient she is at laying out words laying out flow schemes switching her intensity switching her styles and like delivery patterns and everything um there's like this weird piano in it that's like wicked eerie sounding that i love and then it uh, that it starts off with and then it loops back to it at the end which i know both of us were like a big big fan of when we talked about this song, um, the song a while dope. ago the song is dope um and i feel like the song it it starts with that piano and then it's just absolute zero to 100 like she just like comes in and then it's like right away you just start like bouncing up in your seat and like moving your shoulders up and down so like putting your hands up and just goes in especially when she i mean the the hook i remember talking about in the um episode and i just like love the way her voice sounds it, it, i think i said it was southern draws but it's not southern at all because she's not from the south she's from philly but like it's just such like a weird unique like pronunciation on all of those words and then when she gets into the second verse it's just like relentless it's just like such a in your face flow pattern and she did this song on the colors show and absolutely nails it she's on the double xl freshman class which actually i'm a little upset with her about because she was on the cipher and then had them cut the beat and then didn't do the freestyle but the just why wouldn't you just use your cipher for the freestyle and then do something either way either way she'll get a pass for that because of how much i love this song and her previous like work i guess I don't know, it's just, it was way too good for me to not have in my top five. You had to have a Tierra Wack track it, somewhere. I, I love yeah, her too yeah, yeah. much, I love her too much. Yeah. And so, for no, number three for me was Tierra Whack, Unemployed, just, I don't know, fantastic rap song. Dope. I can't wait for this album to come out. I know, I'm excited too. My number three track, which I agree, will probably end up getting
1: replaced. It's just, it's just a matter of fact, but for now, mm-hmm. Dreamville's down bad. Here we go. Here we go. We've talked about again. We've talked about this song at length, so I don't want to like, you know, keep just, you know, beating this dead horse. Go check out the Dreamville uh, review that we did and, we did win, and the second quarter the singles, singles, yep, from 2019. I mean, we've talked about this track twice, so go check those episodes out where we go a little bit more in depth with it. Uh it's just so just catchy and it almost feels like, wah, uh, wah, wah,
2: wah.
0: Wah. Well, I think I said before The the sound Like if anyone didn't hear this uh, I guess I'll clue you in now The sound to me Sounds very much like When you like Land a trick In, uh, in Tony Hawk In Tony Hawk And there's yep, like that like Quick little that. like Almost like a record scratch Like burnt Noise bah, that, that happens bah, When yep. you like Keep hitting the moves And that's what that sounds like To me it's anyways so good
1: Yeah I, I think I think I said this as well I think Jid is kind of like My highlight here On this track But you know Boss does his thing Cole has a great verse about like claiming how he's the king of rap you know pretty tough to argue that Like you know that he's probably on the current like Mount Rushmore I would say
0: oh absolutely for sure
1: absolutely. Uh, boss discusses some like social social activism Jid kind of talks about his struggles in East Atlanta before he made it big like that's kind of like the theme of this it's like you know where they were like they and, like I was just struggles up. that they've
0: gone but Yeah, yeah well, they were down, down, bad. down
1: bad and like we're now where they are oh, man, like Titan. how they all feel and Johnny Venus has another great verse on here too uh again i love that line where he says spend my time making love to your thoughts go gonna get in line baby slut up your mind it's a brand new season i'm a righteous heathen i take on the challenge and i'll leave it bleeding like
0: mm. uh, he just kills that shit well, oh man and there's so it's... many great like little punchlines and like quick little one-liners and stuff too i mean you got like jid having that quick wordplay that i said before about the board of board of education versus brown which is yep. like a flipped of brown versus board of education and then even like the funnier lines like johnny venus again put you put my foot up that ass you a step in stone like it's yeah. just absolute hilarious uh lyricism at the great, same time which is like really really awesome flow schemes so i don't know this one this one was super impressive and it was what got all of us hyped up for this dreamville album which yeah. we eventually got to finally like bear witness to and yeah. we're all basking in its glory still the album's so damn good yeah yep. but yeah no, absolutely dude this this song was fire
1: really good Great first first uh, single for sure. So, anyway, so, you're number two. So
0: now we get into number two, and so now, as uh, Mike was just saying, uh, two two ranks ago, we have Elenium featuring John Bellion with "Good Things Fall Apart." And,
1: my number four.
0: You're number two. Mm-hmm. So, and, and both of our top so. fives. Like this is this song is beyond catchy. This song
1: has. It's crazy to me that anything will push this out of the top five. I, I just can't. I don't know if I see it happening. I, oh, man, I love this. I love the acoustic guitar intro and how it kind of just builds with the percussion. And then John Bellion's first verse coming in and it has just a, such a nice melody. Oh, man, like, uh, I just love the vocal order on the bridge. There's just so many elements to this song that make it so tasteful and catchy and memorable. And it just has this, like... And then just the lyrical... Not even, I'm not even talking about the lyrical component yet about just how, you know, he's coming to terms with, like the broken heart and all that and, you know, being very vulnerable about, you know, his flaws and things like that. So, I mean, dude, this song is just, it's just, I
0: feel like we, I feel like we could literally talk about almost every single line of this song and dive into like what it means. I feel like, I feel like there's nothing in here that's just like a random passing filler line. Like it all has a purpose behind it. And we, we, I don't we, even know. We loved
1: it when I first reviewed. We first reviewed oh, yeah. it too. On the oh yeah, I got, I got my stage. notes right here from yeah. when we reviewed yeah. that too. Oh like, yeah.
0: it's it, it was one of our favorites then. It's one of my favorites now. It's going to continue being one of my favorites through this year and onward. I'm sure. Like this is this song is it's yeah. unreal. And I don't I actually don't even know if I like the regular version, of the acoustic one, better. It's I don't like know either. it's hard. It, I kind With of Lawrence. go back and forth. Yeah. So Lawrence does that acoustic one. I mean, that was when I first heard this song. I didn't even hear when it originally released, but I saw him do the Live video. sent it with you, yeah. Yeah, and you sent it to me, and yeah. it was like, oh, shit, like, this is, that's Lawrence, and... So ever since then I've been and then hooked it was like on it like the song it. man yeah the and, actual song. And so what I was saying about last night too. So we we were at the John Bellion concert last night at uh Rockland um, Pavilion the Rockland Pavilion which is that blew my mind that place is that so place nice is my, I told
1: you it's one of my favorite places to see a see a, if a show if I'm going to go to yeah
0: if I'm going to go to an arena show like a big show that's where I want to go. If it's, it's going to be a small place, one yeah. I'm picking paradise if it's a big one that's the place. That's the place. Like, like, not, so, a bad,
1: not a bad seat in the house.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And anyone who doesn't know, it's a, it's an open amphitheater. so Or a covered right. amphitheater, sorry. So there's like a big tent over the top of it. And then all like the uh, the amphitheater seating from there. So you still and get like right a breeze. On the water. Right yeah, on it's the water. Right on the water. In, in Seaport. Seaport. In Boston. Yep. And it's just so nice. And so good things fall apart. I mean, everybody knows he's going to play this song. This is like his huge song right now. So yeah, and Mike cheated. So Mike,
1: me, me obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I, I cheated and I went on setlist.com and I looked at a setlist from like, you know, and I'll, I'll, I'll talk about this about this a lot more, I'm sure when we do the actual mm-hmm. co- uh, show, show and, and tell. Yeah. But so I go on the set list and I, and I was looking at, you know, what tracks he was going to play. And I noticed, okay, so good for things fall apart. is going to be in, in the encore.
0: And so, yeah, so you go ahead. So <laughs> the whole night, so that's the context with that, So was, I already know what's happened. I know what's coming. We know it's going yeah, like, to be the last song of the night. He's ending on it. So the whole night, there's a group right behind us um, who was basically asking or like this one girl was saying like, oh, I want to hear good things fall apart. It's my favorite song. I want to hear good things fall apart. And, and like Mike kept saying to her, like, oh, he's going to play it. Like, I, I know he's going to play it. It's going to be in the encore. Trust me. Like, just don't worry. And she just kept like bugging out, like I want to hear this song. I want to hear. She's this like, song. he's not gonna play it. He's like, not
1: gonna play. it. <laughs> oh, he's not gonna play it. And then like the
0: lights go dark, like oh yeah, he's done playing now. And she's like, oh, he's not gonna play it. And everyone started banging on their seats for the encore, which actually that was really cool. I've never, sick. I've never no seen that before. That. Like I've like a never. Drum seen... roll, almost. Yeah, like... we literally gave him a drum roll on the back of the seats in front of us. It was, on the whole crowd was—you could see everybody hunched forward, like no one was clapping. Everyone was just hunched forward, banging Great. on the seats. Yes, but um, so he comes back out. And he's, like, saying thank you to everybody. He gave us some information that he actually asked us not to put online. So I'm not going to even say anything about, like, what None happened there. None of it. Um, so if you want to know what the hell we're even talking about, get a ticket, go to one of his shows, and then he'll clue you in at, at what's going on. It's really cool. That's all I'm going to say. It's really, really cool. But so after he does this, he's like, all right, so what song do we want to hear? And then, like, Everybody's, someone up at the yeah. front's like, good things fall apart. And he goes, oh, good things fall apart. And then he's, like, looking at the crowd and then goes into woke the fuck up and like <laughs> just basically trolls the whole audience at once. And the
1: chicks behind us or the girls behind us are like,
2: no, they're no. like, what
1: the hell? And I'm like, girls, last
0: song. I'm telling you yeah. right now.
1: And then it finally happened, and they were like, yeah. And like I mean, everybody was. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, oh my god, one of the best songs. Of the it year. was a and
0: spiritual experience that really, that concert. Uh, yeah, like yeah. the the Not whole even, crowd. That's, an underst- that's understating. It, was like, singing this song with him. Like the whole the whole crowd the whole, the
1: whole, whole song. the whole set. Everybody was singing with him. Mm-hmm. He. I don't want to talk too much about it yeah because I don't want to waste our talking waste points to talk and everything so we're going to restrain like,
0: ourselves a bit but <laughs> man like this, this song is awesome amazing absolutely amazing so, so my number two, two. Illenium Good Things Fall Apart just I, I can't say enough good things about that cool. song but alright what do you got a number two man I
1: got a number two that uh, nobody's said anything about yet uh I got Brass Tracks with I'm Alright. Oh, my God. R. Lamar.
0: That's right. Oh, my. I almost forgot that this song came out that year. Because, I mean, I've still it listened to it a lot. But, wow, yeah. that was like the very, very beginning of January. That's and right. And it was one of my...
1: On one of those album reviews that we did, I think it was a, um, a song recommendation for me. It was. For that, a long that's time when ago. we you first... You showed me the song at the very beginning because... We had talked about it in.
0: You had seen you. You saw him. You talked was. about you uh, talked about about seeing him live. Yes, exactly. on one of our like first episodes ever. Yeah, exactly. And you and then you came back
1: and you're like, oh, like he just released a song with the brass tracks. Like here it is, and I'm like, okay. And so I throw it on, dude. My God, like the horn section on this is one of my favorite instrumental moments, like of the year. It's just, oh my God, incredibly epic instrumental here. Arlamar provides an unbelievable performance. Um, boasts like in the boasts like the self-pride and self-care like standing up for your best interest in a relationship that like might not be presenting that potentially like so that relationships you know it's not good for you and then it's over and then they want you back and you have the strength and like the self-pride to essentially be like no i'm good yeah you know what i'm I mean? all right right i'm all right literally and it is this track to me though it manages to not be standoffish and i think that was like maybe a potential trap with this type of
0: like, you don't want to come off like or a dick. corny. You don't want yeah. you don't want to come off seeming like you're just being like an absolute jerk and being like yeah okay yeah. whatever like screw you. Like. Either
1: that or like it would be come off too like braggadocious and not humble enough. Oh but, yeah, like, like look this... at me, I'm so
0: awesome that I don't even yeah. care about this anymore. This track
1: doesn't do that though, and in fact, quite the opposite. Like he attacks this like song with the like, just a, a genuine like such I was going to say genu- it seems way more
0: genuine, such a
1: genuine nature to it that. It's, it's enough to convince me and win me over. He hits like some falsettos at the end of the track that just like e- get me every time I put the song on. To be honest with you, this song reminds me of CeeLo's classic, Fuck You. Yep. It's a bit, but it has far more class and self awareness to it. Yeah. See, C- CeeLo's almost,
0: almost rode the line a little too far like into like, the being a, like being a dick and kind of yeah. just like being like an egotistical jerk at like uh, side uh, of it, I feel like that might be a, a little mo- bit of CeeLo's own personality seeping in there because he seems yeah. to me like he would be much more egotistical. This was much more of a tasteful
1: method. So, yes. oh man, one of my favorite tracks of the year, like oh, anytime I break up with a, a girl, this that's is, this is the automatically the song I'm going to be going to for like that's the, the rest song. of my life. <laughs> so brass tracks, I'm All Right, R. Lamar, check out this song. You will be like grooving to this, just the, amazing just brass section the horn section that is here is just fantastic man great track so Number one song. I feel
0: like through process of elimination, we've probably both figured each other's we out. We've figured it I, out.
1: I'm pretty sure I know what yours is. Of course you know what it is. I, well, I, yeah, of course I know I, what yours I, is. Because
0: I've been waiting to talk about it. Yeah, I should, it we know present, should we
1: present each other's? So that would be actually be funny. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Ready? All right. So I'm Mike, and... Uh, no, no, no. My, no <laughs> I'm no. I'm Mike, all right? <laughs> Cody's number one song of 2019, so far, at the mid-year, mm-hmm. is... John Belling and drumroll, please. <laughs> Built that way, emotional
0: oranges. Absolutely, it is. <laughs> and Mike's number one album so far of the no, not my album, my song. Whoa, whoa, song, whoa, 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 whoa! Don't go there. Yeah, we we a little too we far, don't... little too far. My number one song number one is song. not the same. I'm not I'm oh, not seeing no. the future yet. I'm not no. seeing the future. Yet. We don't know that yet. We don't know what's going to be number one. What is my number one song? The number one song is "Peach" by Kevin Abstract. You got it, baby. Let's go. Uh Built that way, bro it's i so i can't i mean we
1: talked a lot about this song we, we talked about both songs of these songs i mean but and they're so great in their own rights and they, mm-hmm. they both i'm so glad that both made our list they both are worthy of number one spots potentially like you know you can easily make the case for built that way being number one you can easily make the case beat that built that way for uh, excuse me for peach being number one built that way though is just it's so nostalgic like i was saying it has that like old school like TLC,
0: like it's just such a Destiny's
1: Child, J. Lo, Mm -hmm. sort of type of R and B soul that has kind of lost its way, and Emotional Oranges are just bringing it back. And again, this is just the chemistry
0: with this track. And well, didn't we? Uh, Wasn't this one of the songs that we said uh, they had to actually give credit to? Um, TLC. I think they had to credit them for like interpolating one of their I don't uh, melodies. Know if it, was, it was this, this, was it the was one. this one, or it was there was a song we talked about. Either that or on this episode, um, I would have to go back and. That, the, it, I don't so remember. it would make sense if it was this one because I mean it does give those those it old does school give, vibes. It does, yeah. And I don't. know. It's just I I love the way that the um, the girl comes in. I don't know what her name is. I don't know if does anybody have they we, released we talked about they're...
1: her. We did. We t- oh Do my god! I don't remember now off the top of my head. Yeah. We no, they came out with their names and we talked about. it. I think it's the guy's name is Matt and her name is.
0: I'm not uh, sure.
1: No, we no, I remember because I I had it last time. Well, not last time, but like last time we talked about it.
0: Yeah. I, oh, that's right. I think we got it from a uh, from an interview. I think it like named them in the interview. When, I literally like, each can't remember. Them, uh, I'd have to I'd have to go back way into my like my notes for that. Actually, it. no. I, I mean, the, the interview I'm reading right here, I mean, this is from a little while back now, I guess, but it said the Faceless Nameless. So now they're not faceless anymore because they've been playing shows. They've been playing shows. Either Either way, I mean, this song is... Basically, just about asking a, like, significant other or love interest of yours, just, like, be honest with me, be straight with me, don't beat around the bush and screw around, like, I'll be able to take it, I'm built that way, like, you don't need to try and play these games and everything, I'm just not really trying to, like, do that. Even if it's gonna hurt more to hear the pure, honest truth, that's better than getting kind of yanked around by, by lies. Mitchell, Bell, and Sally Johansson. Thank you, thank you.
1: Mitchell and Sally. Which I actually was trying to think about the last time I even we were I brought it up, uh, you know, in my number eleven spot. So yeah, Mitchell and Sally, I remember those two?
0: I just I love how like floaty the chords and the chorus sound, and like the way that they're. Like, introducing these chords, not one note at a time, like arpeggio style, but where you but can hear really, individual yeah. notes ringing out, and then little flutters off of those notes to, like, add accents to it. It's incredible, it's, dude. It's just such a great song. Such song. A song. And then, I, I mean, mean, same thing with Peach. Both of these are songs that just sound so gorgeous when you're listening to them.
1: Bro, <clears throat> Peach, to me, man, like, is, is, is on a different level. Like, that's one of my favorite songs I've heard in the last, like, like ever. couple of years. Like, I'm not kidding. I... Uh, i couldn't stop playing this when it came out like i literally must have played it 20 times in a row i said that when we did add kevin abstracts review for his for his album this is essentially like a nice indie acoustic ballad with nice percussion blends and even like a bit of a country vibe to it mm-hmm. and it features dominic fike who is a miami uh singer songwriter and rapper who is on the up and coming go check his stuff out my buddy uh jared aka chewy he put me on to this guy he's phenomenal so good a song like his that's fantastic actually is called Socks and Three Nights. Those are two songs uh, that are really good by him. And Kevin also has Joba and Bareface do some do some singing on the hook, and uh, just some outro stuff and, and bridges. And uh, to me, man, like just the combination of these four guys and the way that they can strike a melody and strike emotionally and, and even spiritually and. To get the full effect of it, you have to go watch the video because the video just has this—it's just this carefree nature that these guys are showing, and just the pure enjoyment. It couples
0: so well with like the feeling the song was already trying it's, to give you.
1: Yeah, it, exactly. That's actually a good way to put it. This, this is just this song to me is just on another like stratosphere, and I, I, I would be hard pressed to imagine a song that's going to combat it at this point. Like, if we're looking at. Top songs for the year, like right now, like mm-hmm. August seventh, like today. The only other song I think that would, at this point, is gonna compete with it. Because to be honest with you, I mean, I'm all right. Is amazing and it's there, but I mean, this song for me still has in the head. The yeah. only other song I think is really gonna compete with it is Sacrifices.
0: Yeah, I was. I, that's what I was gonna guess. That's yeah, the, the only
1: song to this point that I feel like could beat it. But even now, at this very moment, I don't think it does. So See, I think it's, it's that good for me. Like I think personally.
0: sacrifices would dethrone built that way for me. I think I think I'd probably put it over it. Yeah, and I'm not, I actually almost would be. It has to be there. I would almost maybe even put. I'd have trouble choosing between two and three with uh, R and P and and built that way. Like if True. I had to bring that in as well. Because, I mean, that song, too, that might just be because it's kind of flavor of the month for me right now. I'm right. still kind of like on that like new song high with it. We'll see where it lands in December. Exactly, or once January. it settles a little bit more. Yeah. And especially, I mean, I don't want to sound cynical or anything like that, but once the weather gets a little bit like colder and not as bright out and stuff, I wonder if I'll still think... I'll still think very highly of the album. I wonder if I'll still think as highly of it when it doesn't really match. Which like, one built that
1: way? Yeah, I mean, uh, I know or, just, yeah um, emotional oranges, volume
0: juice, uh, emotional oranges, and then also uh, talking about um, bringing in like Dreamville songs. Oh, and the and and songs YBN okay. songs oh, as see, well. See, see. Yes, like, I feel like with all of these summery songs that we're I'm talking about right now, or we're both talking about, I wonder if in the winter my opinions on them will change, will change. as it gets into like Possibly. darker, somber, Possibly. I guess, um, like times of the year. But for right now, definitely still number one.
1: Yeah, oh, I agree, man. So, uh, yeah, so that's it. That's number it. one. So we got powered each through twenty each and built that way. Those are our top twenty songs of the mid year for twenty nineteen. Real quick, just just very briefly, is there anything that like barely missed your list that was like pretty close for me? I had a couple of tracks actually that like, were on the cusp. But think we mentioned before, like I'd said, barefoot in the park was one. Uh, I'm pretty sure we also. Well, we went over like time for me it was like pretty close with um Free Nationals and Caliucci's. I had Avicii Tough Love that was in my top twenty for quite a while. Yep. Uh, I also had Obamacare. Quelly Chris was right there. Mm-hmm. Stunner that that. I was make I on. was
0: really honestly sad when I was thinking back about that album and that uh and any of those songs because for that episode he won Artist of like the month for that he episode for did. us. And then I went back to the album and just wasn't. Not necessarily as wowed by it, but everything else had grown on me a lot more to the point. I liked it. I liked it better. exactly.
1: Um, I don't know. For me, Coke White was there for me too. I mentioned that. Yep.
0: I don't know. For me, I I wanted to put on Song Thirty One by No Name. Um, I actually wanted to put on. Um, I can't remember the name of it. It was a Joji track that came out, like Slow super- Dancing in the Dark. No, not, that was no, from no, no, last no, was year. I think, I think it's uh, Sanctuary was so, the one okay, that came okay. out this year. That one's pretty good. The ones that I actually was really, really like bent out of shape that I couldn't put on here. Where um there's a song called "Learn to Let Go by Welshly Arms. It's like a really upbeat I guess uh kind of song I've talked about them before, and um also proud of you by Earthgang because I just like that song a lot. It's yeah. just like it's like very catchy and upbeat, but like mm-hmm. when there were so many other catchy and upbeat songs on my list that I would say are better than this one, I was kind of hard pressed to like sneak it on there.
1: The three or four songs for me that I'm upset that I couldn't put mm-hmm. on were uh, Mirage by Casey Veggies okay. a very underrated album. Mm-hmm. Actually, Mirage was on there for quite a while, and then I took it off. A Burner and Mozzie, featuring okay, YG yep. and Logic. That was one that yep. I loved. That unfortunately didn't make it. That I thought would be there at the at the end, and it wasn't. We were going
0: nuts the first time we heard that song. It's like, a great song.
1: What? Great song still, but the other one might shock you. Uh, Come Together, Chris Brown and Her.
0: Interesting. Okay. Albums,
1: <clears throat> a roller coaster, not a good way. Not, not, <laughs> not, not, not the way the owl. Not was, an owl but... way. Uh, and then the only other track to me that I was really, really like upset that I couldn't put on was "Bad Guy" Billy, Billy Eilish.
0: I was looking for so, the Billy Eilish album too. And I tried, I
1: tried to fit it somewhere, and I just, I just couldn't yeah. do it. So there were a couple of tracks. Uh, Crit here, another one that was. I think I thought I think about that for a bit. album
0: was almost the reason that that didn't end up making it on. I liked the yeah. song, and then the yeah, album yeah, came we'll talk out. About it. like, I'm
1: Dah. so disappointed. Anyway, that's a whole other story for a uh, talk conversation for another day. But yeah. all right, so yeah, so that's the top twenty singles of or no, excuse me, songs from 2019 thus far so it's been a good one and we'll be back doing top 10 albums so uh, keep your ears peeled for now Mm -hmm. I'm Mike I'm Cody we are the turntable teachers
0: and class is dismissed